So I hope you guys have gotten into the habit of uh, recording us before we start because we have kind of funny conversations like this. But uh, if you haven't started your recording, you should start it. I don't know what you're talking about as I start my recording right <laughs> now. Neither fucking one of them. Neither one of them. We always have these funny fucking conversations before we start, and they never fucking record them anymore. No. Listeners, do you remember when we used to like have funny shit that used to start off? Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Why? Because of these assholes. <laughs> That's not true. I've been doing it. It's just today. Right. In 2011, theorizing that one could make an entertaining podcast, the Geek Out Heroes stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. When they woke, they found themselves trapped in your present, facing political correctness and social justice warriors who were determined to kill humor and joy. Now the GOH are driven by an unknown force to laugh in the face of stupidity and make jokes anyway. Their only guide on this journey is Steve, a listener from their own time, who seems to be just as deranged as they are. And so the Geek Out heroes find themselves leaping from topic to topic, trying to set right what once went wrong, and hoping each time their next cast will be better than the last. People stop being stupid. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. Anderson. This is Loach. And uh, we are going to have a conversation that is going to be a spoiler at the end of this uh, podcast. We're going to talk about the uh, movie The Little Things. So if anybody in the room doesn't want to hear about that movie, uh, you can you can leave when we get to it. Um, it's that the detective movie with uh, Denzel Washington and Jared Leto. It was on HBO Max. Pretty compelling story, and it was just something I wanted to have a discussion uh, over the morals of the film at the end. Felt like it was worth having the chat about. And given the fact that it was on on HBO for a month, and people had plenty of time to watch it, I feel like well, you know, even now that it's gone, we can we can talk about it. With that said, listeners, that will happen at the end of the podcast. But uh, and we might even everybody do a spoiler. spoiler. We might even do a spoiler on, uh, <laughs> on Wanda if everybody's caught up. Then a snaps fingers. And then the Wanda disappears. Everybody caught up on one division. Everybody in the room. I haven't started it. So God damn it, Josiah. I didn't really plan on watching it to begin with. I mean, I might if it gets spoiled. I'm not going to be mad. All right. OK, that's fair. We can leave it All like right. that then. So uh, let's get some of the dumb stuff out of the way. This from this week, Square Enix decided that they just that they just don't <laughs> want to work on their game anymore, or I shouldn't say work on. They just want to kill their game off, and so they've made Avengers even more grindy than it was, and took out cosmetics from the drops. Right. So six months ago, they dropped all the cosmetics in half, and people weren't buying them. And now, with the latest update, besides them prolonging the XP, they're also dropping. The amount of rarity loot and cosmetic loots are going to be having a less drop rate. Nice. So, like when you were playing the mission, you were guaranteed to get like a piece of cosmetic or a piece of gear. That's no longer guaranteed. That's nice of him. 
I just imagine the dev- the developers are sitting there going, I don't want to work on this game anymore. Like I, I just don't want to. I just don't want to work on it. <laughs> right? How do we? How? What do we do? To, I, I just feel like I'm what done. Do we, what do we do to to make sure this doesn't happen anymore? Like that, that we can just stop after hot rates for and they probably all sat there going, let's make it more grindy. Sweet. Hey, that's a great we idea. Got, we got to get rid of those last 438 people that play per per week. It feels like it's just a way of sabotage, like sabotaging themselves. Uh, when you're creating a game that has no content, no extra content drops, you delayed, you delayed your one extra character you were going to come out with that probably has the same, uh, you know, move set as the daughter version of the same character. Who was the extra? Who was the extra okay. character? I, so I, they relate. Oh, they released Kate Bishop for free for everybody to play as. And again, so oh. our next character drop is another archer, which is Hawkeye. Your next character is literally your father. Yeah. Who do you think she learned her moveset from? <laughs> watch it. Watch it's the green arrow. Like, they don't it's even know the, what. It's just the same fucking uh, moveset. Yeah. Might as well be uh, skin. <laughs> <laughs> Not a character. Yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. That's funny. They said they had to delay it because they weren't finished with the character. I'm like, or you just don't want to come out with more content. And you want to stretch out your game as long as possible because you don't have other characters to come out with. So you're doing a reskin, re, you know, essentially relaunching the same character and every character has their own XP. So right. you've now made every character more grindy and the additional character that's going to come out more grindy so you can stretch it out even longer. Right. It sounds to me like you're trying to kill your game. <laughs> it sounds like you've stopped. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were going to do a crossover and introduce Kara Dune as a playable character. But <laughs> <laughs> I see where you went there, and I agree. I approve. <laughs> but those divs were fired by Kathleen Kennedy, and then it was blamed on on someone else. Right. It was a ghost. <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> that whole thing. It's just it's funny to me because I like I get it. We're we're you know pandemic, and everybody keeps having to live you know live and and work off of whatever rules they have to live by uh, by in their areas uh, that they're working in. But Miles, am I incorrect in remembering that div kits go can can be portable and packed up and go home with you? That's what I remember. Yeah. I mean, that's why we saw them typically at uh, E3 and stuff like that. You typically don't work Cause... off of animation em- engines or development engines from a server because yeah. they become kind of unstable. Right. It also depends on, I guess, you know, if the company allows it to go home. But. Yeah, I mean, that's a given. But a given since these a lot of these places have had to work from home in order to do these things. Right. I get that it creates problems. Uh, but at the same time, is it problems to the point where you can't add another character to the game? I mean, yeah, because I don't see them doing a whole like I. it's a stretch. I get it. Maybe I'm wrong about yeah. this, Anderson. You have the game. Uh, the extra character that was added, his daughter. Um, Hawkeye 2.0. Was it like a different campaign with her? Are you getting mad? I feel like I'm repeating like a broken record at the whole situation. I get it. Yeah. Is it like, is it just like a different tile set? Like you go through like different areas or is it the same areas that you played through? Oh, there's no, fu- there's nothing fucking new. Okay. So it's just the, it's just a new character. It's literally just in a new the character. same old, in the same old tile set. So th- they only released one new stage. And the villain, the new villain's not really a new villain. Yeah. So they call this the Apatoid, which is basically Super Scroll. You play as, you know, it's just a robot that has Avenger powers. Yeah. 
which was already introduced in the campaign, but now they try to re-release it like it's a new villain. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought I thought it was a new. Uh, no, gotcha, it's that okay. fucking lazy. That's why I was asking if it's a if it's an actual like. So new the big thing they were trying thing. to tease off with the whole Hawkeye concept is that the villain with Hawkeye is going to be Maestro. Okay. Which honestly, the game is just uh, it's just terrible writing. That's awful. Mm. Like if you listen to Kate Bishop's story and you get into her like some of her dialogue, it feels very forced. Okay, so yeah, that that's why I was kind of confused because they made it like a lot of people made it seem like Kate Bishop coming in was a completely different story. It's a small story that maybe is an hour long. Okay, maybe an hour long. Because the only other thing they introduced was a was a new hub world, which really doesn't do anything. Yeah, that does not sound good. No, (laughs) sounds bad. This pissed off fans because beforehand they actually did something positive with the game where they actually allowed it. Like one of the issues when I first played is if you played solo and you didn't want to play with anybody. There are certain areas you can only unlock with certain characters because of their abilities. Well, they finally added the ability to, you can make the AI companion open those doors for you so you're not fucked. You know, the way on other people. Gotcha, okay. And then they made where the helicarrier, or whatever you want to call it, was all one hub world, so you didn't have to bounce to a bunch of hub worlds to get what you need. So wait, when they first And then they went back to, now you got a bunch to jump to a bunch of hub worlds to get to what you need. So really quick, back to like the whole thing, like your, a, your AI companion can now open up things for you. Yeah. That wasn't there to begin with? no. Not at all. <laughs> wow. So, like, I, so wait, a game that they literally said you could play this by yourself. Yeah. You could play this as no. a solo as a solo player. And this is the uh, content after the campaign. So if you're just doing like solo missions, random missions, yeah. So they fix that, and then they respond the people's response saying, "How can we have the helicarrier being in all one hub world? So that way we can get everything we need in one spot and not have to jump to like three different fucking worlds like Destiny to get what you need." They just got rid of that, and they went back to the reintroduced Kate Bishop. They've been back to where now you got to hop to three different uh, hub worlds to get what you need, like Destiny. Jesus Christ. Okay, so new rule for all developers, in my opinion. Probably good. When the game is ready to go gold, you don't announce you go gold until you've played the game personally as a developer for three fucking months. <laughs> until you as a developer have played your own fucking game for three months so that you can experience what you're putting your gamers through. You don't get to go gold. That should be a fucking rule. See, I got Justin. Justin decided to buy the game while it was cheap and play with us. Or just play with me. I just thought to him I'd play with him. And like he was enjoying it for like the first week. And then after a week, he was like, I'm kind of getting bored. I was like, yeah, welcome. Welcome. That's to the impressive for sweet business to get bored. And I told him, I was like, <laughs> yeah, there's really not much to do. Because basically, once you master a character, you don't really have the drive to master another character. I, you know like, I told I him, just play the main business, campaign, right? call it a no. day. Okay, so I call Justin sweet business because that's the only gun he uses in Destiny. Is the sweet <laughs> business? It's the only gun he ever uses. But so, I'll never use it because Jesse never recommended it. <laughs> well, Jesse never recommended it. Is that why? Yeah, so I'll never use that gun. But we've had Jesse recommend movies that you've never watched. That's fair. Since we brought up his name and we summoned him, if he does listen to us, happy birthday! There's we've Justin summoned him. <laughs> we've summoned him. <laughs> summoned him. Wow. What is he a fucking genie? <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, I'm thinking more like a lazy like Fucking Will demon. Smith. Just paint him blue. Right? Jay, are you he hearing this shit? Him? <laughs> Fucking summoned him. <laughs> you're, you're, you're crossing some really bad territory with that. I know, man, but you know, I'm just going to rub this lamp really, really hard <laughs> to see what comes out. What are you talking about, Virgo? Is there some sort of... Uh, Tension between uh, <laughs> Christ. I want to know what runes I can put on the floor to get Jay here every fucking day. 
<laughs> that was fucking awesome. We summoned him. We summoned him. We cast a spell and he showed up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what items in the pentagram will we have to get to actually summon him here? <laughs> Fried chicken and watermelon, but that would just go get me here. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that would get the three of us that are already in the room. Jay would show up, and be like, "Where's my food?" Be like, "We ate it all." Sorry, yeah, wouldn't even last long. Sorry, we thought the spell was gonna be quicker. Yeah, and uh, we got hungry while we were waiting. What's even fucking funny is that you just said that he just icon just popped up a TV, hopped online. We could, we could <laughs> hop online. <laughs> you did summon him. Oh my god, <laughs> Jesse. Jesse's been online. I was talking about Justin. Oh, you Justin. S- Justin, okay. I thought we were talking about Jay. Because <laughs> I brought up Jesse, and I brought up All the right. fact that, that, that Jesse has recommended movies, and you brought up the fact that Jesse didn't recommend the gun to you, so you wouldn't do it. Right, so when he, he was- turned around, he said, since we've summoned him, <laughs> I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, the white guy just talked about summoning the black guy. No, I was referring <laughs> to the talking- business conversation. But he's talking about Justin the entire time. Uh. none of it makes any sense and miles has been adequately staying quiet as he should be because yep. he doesn't want to be drawn into this at all we need the common sense congratulations we just canceled switzerland over here yeah. <laughs> congratulations we just canceled ourselves i'm no longer going to be able to get a job okay still won't go woke but we're still broke yeah always broke <laughs> like the rest of the fucking world right I'm waiting for the next stipulation that says that you can't get the stimulus check unless you make it less than $20,000 a year. Really quick, <laughs> since, you brought, since you brought up the stimulus checks, did you hear the uh, a, a senator brought up the fact that if they had taken all the money, the, the trillions of dollars that yeah. they spent on this new spending bill, if they had taken that and given that just away to the American people and not given it to their special interests and all that bullshit, we would each have gotten seventeen grand. That don't give for the a year. fuck about us. You know how many freaking PS5s and Xbox... Who bought a bunch of GameStop stock? <laughs> do, you know, do you know how much GameStop stock I could have bought <laughs> prior to it going up to four hundred th- or four hundred dollars a share? Or? Could you imagine doing that shit? Put seventeen thousand from stimulus check. This ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I could because there was that guy that bought like or spent his entire life saving or uh, at the time life savings. It was like fifty grand into game into GameStop and he became a millionaire in a day. Yeah, that's right. And then he sold it all and got the money. Yeah, that's right. Well, he didn't sell it all. He sold a bunch of it and got uh and bought consoles and don't like donated them to uh, yeah. children's hospitals and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, right, like, right, this right, guy, right, right. This guy's yeah. a fucking saint. <laughs> hey, he's the first person ever to get a real trade in value at GameStop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anderson, I think that's officially the funniest thing you've ever fucking said on the entire podcast. That was brilliant. Good job. Not wrong. Not wrong. (laughs) That was great. That's fucking amazing. It's even funnier because it's probably because it's true. It is true. God damn. Yeah, that that whole that whole like everybody could have gotten 17 grand. I was like, really? $17,000 per person? I looked it up like, yeah, it would it would have been $17,000 per person, which which is really for most people isn't enough for for an entire year. But no. that's still more than it's eat. still more than the two grand that people got 
eh, total, and that's total after two checks. And what's even funnier is when I hear that, uh, like, oh, yeah, the current administration wants to make sure you get less than what was considered, not even given, considered by the Trump administration. I went, you mean, you mean the last guy wanted to give us more? It's all right. Biden stands by to answer your question. <laughs> He's still sitting there in that room. <laughs> Here's the sad part is, would you be surprised if he was? <laughs> No, no, you'd sit there just be like, yeah, he's just still sitting there. Nancy, 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 you going to give me the questions? What do you want? What do you want me to do, Nancy? I still remember when I was a kid and I was like, man, I can't wait to be an adult and stuff like that. Now I'm like, man, I wish I was a kid again. So I didn't have to know about all this nonsense. Right. That goes on in the world. Yeah. I don't envy kids growing up in, in this day. No, and age, no, though. no, I really don't No, in, in a like. In a world where people put more, even more emphasis on sexual preference, gender, and race than I remember growing up ever, the world's more concerned about what color you are than whether or not to treat you like a human being. Like, that's fucking nuts. That's, that's bonkers to me. It is bonkers. Let a kid be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> where you have somebody with a 0.13 GPA be the middle of the class. Six, 62 I always he wanted to be 60, the curve 62nd uh, highest GPA of 120 his class I was like you gotta be fucking kidding me it's a failure of uh, not the school system but a failure of parenting in my opinion nah, there's a lot of failures going on not once I thought he was a senior not once did you ask for a fucking report card it's 359 days of school <laughs> Four fucking years of school and you didn't ask him for a fucking report card. When I was growing up, that was called truancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you want to talk about political this and geekdom. Fucking the death of static shock. Ugh. Oh man, yeah, I I'm forgot sorry. that they sorry to kick you in the nuts, Fargo. Fuck. Yeah, Somebody so... had to. So DC <sighs> fucking DC. God damn it. Every oh, like DC. Dude, they they okay, so they have they they have instead of creating new new black characters, they're just creating old characters into black characters now. Just like they've done with the LG, you know, LG LGBTQ community. They're like, "All right, well, what we're going to do is we're going to take uh old characters and we're just going to put them into this category now." Like, "Oh, they're they're alternate uh characters, but, you know, now we're going to make them gay or lesbian or whatever." And, or trans, what you know, non-binary, whatever, and that's how that's that's how we're going to appeal to the new crowd. The DC keeps trying to appeal to people who never read their fucking comics, just to appease them, instead of giving them something that they could legitimately be behind. Of like, okay, you know, rather than making Superman into a black guy, what if you just created another Kryptonian or created a different character entirely? That was a black guy, like, you know, when we got Static Shock, who was a great character. And then they took Static Shock, and the original story of Static Shock is actually very you know, kind of powerful on how he got his powers. He was bullied a lot at school uh, by a gang member. And when he finally couldn't take any more, he was actually going to go and do a mass shooting where he knew the gangs were gathering because they were getting, you know, essentially there was a gang, gang turf war going on. So he shows up, he's going to kill this guy. He's going to, he's going to, committed a mass shooting and he breaks down because he couldn't go through with it. 
he ends up breaking down over it and, and decides he can't he can't kill somebody. Uh, the police show up while this the the these gangs are fighting and st- shoot a uh, it's experimental. a experimental tear gas into the crowd and the tear gas it starts melting people originally and you know one of the you know some of the police officers are like oh my gosh it's, it's melting that guy and it it kills other people but it turns it turns other people into uh, meta humans meta humans they they get powers as you know and static shock becomes one of them. Uh, the difference is that instead of using his abilities to continue to being bad because gang members are going to continue being bad people, so they're going to become supervillains, he becomes the hero that fights them. And that's it, it's a pretty powerful story because, it, you know, kids deal with bullying. Kids deal with the you know thoughts of, of the only way I can get out of this is by committing something, you know, some atrocity. It's a very powerful message of this isn't how you end up solving your when solving your problems and you have to become a better person than this. Yeah, don't fall so, victim to gang mentality. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, uh, the other thing I forgot, I forgot to mention is that he's, he's pressured, you know, he's pressured by, uh, by the gang a lot uh, when he's being bullied of, you know, basically you need to join a gang if you want to, if you want this to stop that kind of thing. And because of like, because of that message, it was, it was really good. It's still relevant today. So why did they need to change it to, he gets his powers at a, at a BLM uh, protest. So instead they're just using BLM as a way to sell comic books to a specific crowd of people and then turning around and okay. So if it's at a BLM protest and the BLM protesters are the good people and they're the ones that get the powers, who becomes the bad guy? DC, are you going to turn around and make the BLM protesters, the bad guys? It's a little, I think it's a little worse than that. I actually read the, the comic of it. Yeah. So at the end of it, the new static decides he's going to go on revenge and kill people. Who? The new static shock. Yeah, but who's he going to kill? It doesn't the cops? say. But that goes contrast to the old static shock, which, you know, he's like, I really don't want to use violence unless I have to. Yeah. Versus the new static is pro-violence. Yeah, wants to protect people. Yeah. It's so it's so ass backwards to me. The fact like, well, who, but again, who who's your villains? Who are your villains going to be? Are they going to be the cops? Or are you going to turn around and make the protesters the villains, even though you're trying to show support for the BLM movement in your comic? Because that seems like a direct contradiction, DC. Where are you going with this? Just pointing out your own stupidity and your own bad writing. Why? Like, why is this? Why is this the story change? This doesn't make any sense. My mindset's getting similar to Loach in the sense of keep politics out of my fucking entertainment. I've been saying that for years. Keep it out of my sports. Keep it out of my entertainment. You can have like, when I heard the beat, like when they heard they were like, oh, we're going to have it, uh, the BLM movement. I was like, OK, like I was I was like, that's that's an interesting take. Are you going to turn it into where a group of people who who decide to start writing there and you have you have protesters who try to distance themselves from it and you have writers? Is that how you're going to go about it? Because I can see that. All right. That's relevant to what's going on in the world. You can you can have some relevancy, but it's the fact that nope, they were just regular like the the comic apparently just shows them as just regular protesters and the police show up and open fire on them and this gives certain people powers and I'm sitting there going, but who's the bad guys? Like are you going to are you going to turn the protesters into the bad guys? Is that what's going to happen? And the static shock who's bent on violence now is going to 
go and kill those people that he was there to support? That doesn't make any sense. That's that's directly against what you got what, what DC claims to support. So I don't see where they're going with this. It's just bad writing in the end. It's a virtual signaling. Yeah, it's it's virtue signaling. It's just it's virtual just virtue signaling. signaling. Like, all right, well, we're just trying to get comic sales because of this. Like, okay, why? Why? <laughs> Anyways, it, it, it's stuff like this that I just kind of like I I don't get like, and some listener might might be out there calling me a racist prick. That's fine. I don't care. I'm. Yeah, I know. If you want, I like, know. I'm not racist. I don't sales. give a shit. IDW and Dark Horse have just been killing it because they've been staying out the whole politic thing and just focusing on stories. And they've yeah, been just killing do, it on sales. Just do good stories. I think you can have a, you can actually have social yeah. social commentary in good stories. It happens. It used to happen all the time. It's like as of right now, they pulled together like numbers for January and February, and IDW and Dark Horse have outsold both DC and Marvel Comics in two straight months. Makes sense. When you focus on just making good narrative, that's all it takes. And people flock to good narrative. It's almost like fiction should stay fiction. fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. It's fucking right. odd. So, uh, you know, I was going to bring up the whole thing of censorship because that's continuing on in books, but I'm not going to bring it up because I'm tired of talking about it. So uh, just to reiterate, listeners, we don't support censorship of any kind. Um. Moving to other stories, what else do you guys got to cover this week? Anything? There's a couple of things that happened this week. I just can't think of them all. Uh, I mean, one of them was the leak for the Ella, the Elden Ring. Um, which didn't do anything. Which, you know, a lot of people freaked out over. Like, oh my gosh, we're finally seeing it. I'm like, it's a FromSoft game. It's going to be a FromSoft game. It's not going to be, it, to me, it's not going to be spectacular because it just means I can't play it when I hear FromSoft. Um, yeah. And listeners, that's just because of my own own inabilities as a gamer. I can't play their games uh, because I'm not good enough uh, to play them. So that's just that's just where it's at. And I don't have the time to get good. So yeah, exactly. So I, you know, don't get me wrong. It sounds cool based off of the little that we've heard and and all that. But I mean, it's still a project that pulled off. Uh, what's his name? Um, Game of Thrones. George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin. Yeah. It pulled him away from a project that he was supposed to have to to have finished at the time, like two years prior to the announcement. I don't know why the announcement care, that man. he was a writer on it. Ten years to write a book. Yeah, like yeah. the, the <laughs> he was supposed to he was supposed to have finished his book before the elder the the Elden Ring was even announced, and then they announced the Elden Ring. Like, oh, and J.R.R. Martin. I'm like, you mean the guy who hasn't finished his book that he promised two years prior? George R.R. Martin. Doesn't matter. But, didn't I say that? What did creeper, I say? Creeper Jay. old man. Did I say Jay? My my bad. Yeah. He wants to be Tolkien in the worst way. So I know. I mean, sorry. This <laughs> uh, is insulting to Tolkien. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, I, I apologize. It, it really, it really is. You're you're absolutely right. Especially after our conversation on the last time <laughs> about Tolkien, like the the fucking. Based off of his notes and everything, like what would have happened in Middle Earth if people, if everybody had lost? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, some, there's some interesting fan theories out there about. Oh yeah, uh, and believable. Fan believable, yeah. About how things would go down. I was like, I almost kind of want to see this just as like a like a just a, a what flip. if. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think Amazon's the one that has the rights to the Lord of the Rings franchise right now. 
for like filming. Well, that's what they're doing yeah. for Amazon. They're making oh, are you talking about yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. I know the twentieth uh, anniversary is coming up, and they're supposed to be doing some sort of reunion thing. That'd be wouldn't be surprised if we get some sort of uh, you know trailer or something that drops around that time. For what the new show? Yeah. Even though to me it makes much more sense for it to be on HBO Max, but um, yeah, I'd agree. Especially since it was owned by Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers has yeah. that whole deal with HBO Max. But it was probably, I think this was probably, it's probably so, like a long term contract. Yeah, I think this was probably solidified like a long time ago. Kind of like the yeah, whole. This, uh, this was announced prior to everything. Yeah, kind of like coming to America uh, and coming to America too. Uh, is on Amazon, and that was a Paramount. Movie. Yeah, you'd think that would be on Paramount Plus, but this was from a contract that Paramount had signed. Or originally, it was supposed to be a, a theater, a theatrical release. And I had Amazon, the budget and for Amazon, it, and Amazon yeah. bought it. So, uh, because of the whole pandemic thing, so they just went, "All right, we'll just buy it, and you guys can can put it on our stuff." There's also the they had the added caveat of Paramount Plus and CBS Access suck, and nobody's going to them. I do like HBO Max as a. Response to Disney Plus raising their pricing. That was fucking hilarious. Did they lower theirs? Yeah. Really? <laughs> nice. So I think what the Disney Plus was supposed to go up like another $2. And HBO was like, uh, we know that everybody's not making money, so we're dropping our subscription another $2. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, hats off to HBO. I'm glad that happens. I like good competition. Yeah. Good yeah. competition is great for the we're, consumer. We're, when you're having to buy these subscription services like fucking cable, it's and then it's helpful. If you want to watch a certain movie or something, you have to drop an extra thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. That's that's fucking ridiculous. Here's an idea. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Not even a Pixar movie. <laughs> and what's even funnier is the fact that they brought out a Pixar movie, Soul, which originally was going to be in theaters and they were going to charge people for, and they just put it on Disney Plus. Yet. This movie gets a $30 release. Yeah. And Mulan got a $30 I don't know release. It's even a, a permanent purchase. That might be a fucking it's not. rental. It's a rental. No, it's not. It's a rental. Yeah. It's a yeah. rental. Jesus. It's just so you can view it. Right. Yeah. It's so you can view it. And the only way you can view it. And now, don't get me wrong. Apparently, it's going to work the same way as Mulan, which was it, when you rent it for the $30, it's available to you forever on their service mm. until. Right. You cancel your service. Right. Yeah. You, you never own so the property. It's Stadia. Dude, I've seen a few great. game companies now come out with uh, products for Stadia only. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Why are you catering to this busted ass dying service? Because they're fulfilling <laughs> their contract that they that they still have. Could be. That's that's Maybe. the thing. Um, yeah. Still money for them that they have to fill out the contract so they can get the money. Well, so basically, it sounds like they're buying them off, buying them out. Like, just let us go. So, yeah. so speaking of Stadia, one of the funny things is that Stadia has, uh, and people are finally realizing that the biggest issue with Stadia is that it's streaming, and since you don't have access to the game and can't do anything with a con with a, you know, on PCs, in you usually have like a game console and games you can access. So if you have to do troubleshooting or anything like that, you can go in there and manually fix stuff. Um. Lots of games do that. Not all of them, listeners, but there's also the added caveat of when you own a game on a PC or on a local system, you can do some or try some more troubleshooting to try and get things to work correctly. 
And people are finding out that that doesn't work on Stadia because you don't own the game. The game's not there locally and you can't change anything about it when it's streaming to you. And they're finding this out with. Uh, I can't remember the, the game or the game's name. It's that Miles, it's that weird game where you're on a planet and we were able to play co-op. Do you remember that one? Journey to the Savage Planet. I think that's right? it. Yeah. So people are learning that, oh, you can't do a whole lot with this. It's not working. And uh, they're they're running into a lot of bugs that they can't fix on, on their end. It's because it's streaming. It's streaming from a server that's going to run the exact same way it was running before. And based off of how uh, Stadia works, from my understanding, is that your game kind of runs in the background and just gets kind of stored into memory until you run it again. Kind of like how uh, the quick play works on the Xbox. So you can never kind of get out of that. Like you can't get out of that issue of this is broken. I can't get past this. I can't do any troubleshooting with it. There's no way to, there's no way to progress. So people just stop playing. And a lot of people have been asking for their money back on, on uh, the game. And it's just overall bad. And without any developers, on Stadia's end, they can't fix it. Yeah, because they fired them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's like we're firing your repairman when he it, gets it's, shit broken. It's one of the few services that just continually gets worse over time and uh, shows more and more flaws with the whole idea of streaming games. I think that's going to become an issue in the future if games go full streaming is that people are going to learn, oh, I can't actually do any troubleshooting with this because my game's kind of busted. And if it's busted on the server end, I can't do anything from my end for it. Hopefully Microsoft sees that and goes, yeah, we need to make sure we implement systems that actually can fix stuff like this since they're going with the xCloud. And as xCloud becomes more and more common, I would hope that they would want that, that given more more time and development with it, that they would have, they start would would at least start to have systems in place that would fix that kind of thing. But since Stadia was kind of a unique case where you one don't own the game and two it's just always streaming, and three they did cancel all their developers, and four it's run by Phil Harrison, so it was set set up for failure to begin with. I mean, <laughs> they're kind of screwed. You're not like, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 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 kind of you know screwed. That that's the thing is like. Uh, they're finding out more like some more emails leaked, I guess. And they found out that uh, Google kind of knew it was going to fail the moment they launched it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I knew that. Yeah. Everybody knew that. Everybody knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's done. We got to make something off of it. Yeah, exactly. Miles, <laughs> it felt like one of those things of like, well, we've already developed these controllers. We've already developed all this stuff. We might as well make something out of it. It's the whole Google glass all over again. Right. Yeah. We've created a, a cool technology and we've we've made Got it no work. reason to implement it. But we have. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Loach. No reason to implement it. So we we'll just we'll try to make as much money as we can and we'll just move on from the project after that. Uh, right. I, you know, again, listeners, I feel bad for the de- for the developers on the simple fact that they lost their jobs. I don't feel bad for the fact that they didn't see this coming. I mean, everybody else saw it coming. Yeah, I remember we were sitting here when they did the announcement. We all looked at the TV and we're like, why? So it, it's it's not this isn't something that should have been a surprise, but it is for some people. OK. Now, something is kind of a surprise is uh, Blizzard's development on Diablo 2's uh, Resurrected. 
I, Demise, I can tell you, when you when I saw this from you, I laughed my ass off. I thought oh, it was yeah. a joke. Yeah, I did too. That's why I had I to like, like click on it, read into them like bullshit. What happened? Um, they <laughs> are like, claiming that with the Diablo 2 Resurrected, you will be able to bring over your old saves. And I was like, bullshit. I was like, really? I can bring over all my badass fucking characters I had? back in Diablo 2, and then I've read further, and uh, it only works with local saves. <laughs> I was like, well, that's... Only that's works with local saves. In. I was like, I don't know how, how many, many people, people have, have local, saves local saves from yeah. 20 years ago. Exactly. I mean, I- <laughs> Like, let's even let's even say people are st- like, there's still people who play it on today's systems. I get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's but, a fantastic game. But how many people are actually going to have saves to bring over? Yeah. For that um, game. I can think of one and person that I know. And he <laughs> plays that game religiously. Right? Yeah. It's fucking bonkers. So there's probably like 20 people out there that this is cool for. Right. And here's the thing, too. What I remember, uh, it's been a very long time since I played Diablo 2. But from what I remember, you used to be able to actually go into your character folders and doctor shit to, to make your character better. Or have more shit, and I'm like, you're st- so people are gonna be able to hack the shit out of their characters and then bring them over, <laughs> right? I I've, at first I thought that was really badass, and uh, then I saw the the caveat on it. I'm like, well, that's that's not really beneficial to much of anybody. I I don't I, it doesn't make sense. It it's kind no. of a pointless thing to do. They it's like they they it's they like only me trying tried to, have to do a it. Save. Yeah, they only tried to do it to see if it would fucking work. They're like, let's shoehorn in some old saves and see if it works. And it did. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's that's like me trying to impressive. Like me trying to have a save from my PS2 for Battlefront 2 and see if it poured over to the new one on the PS4. Yeah. Uh, and and I guess they had to rebuild uh, much of Diablo 2 because they they lost a lot of that code and work. And, uh, I'm not so surprised. Game. So they're they're even more surprised that, that the save files work since they had to basically rebuild the game. <laughs> that's not a surprise. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all because like that's an old ass game. Like if it was like maybe five years. Okay, Here's the cool, thing: they yeah. should they should rebuild it though. They should have they oh, they, yeah. they shouldn't even consider bringing over the old code and trying to bring it up. Yeah, just rebuild from the ground right. because that's that's the kind of crap that got them in hot water with the. Uh, Diablo three. Uh, well, I was gonna say Warcraft three, or the Warcraft, 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 Warcraft. 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean the the loot that you had in in Diablo two, in my opinion, the loot that, that was in Diablo two was better than Diablo three by far. Oh yeah. Um, and and the other thing is that Diablo two had a multiplayer aspect that was actually PvP, mm. and uh, I think a lot of people are going if, since they they said they're planning on bringing back the PvP for it. I think a lot of people want to have that kind of advantage of well, I had some badass gear, I want to bring that over. And, yeah, and play makes that. sense. So, yeah, 
hopefully, hopefully, if that is the case, though, they keep the same system they had before and you can opt out of it, essentially. Um, yeah, because it wasn't forced PVP. You, you you could you could play a game without anybody fucking with you. Right. Oh, yeah. So, you could go into a multiplayer server and have PVP turned off. Yeah. So, you um, had to because it was basically, basically just like a like a world game. challenge kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You would drop like a fucking banner in the camp and be like, I'm coming after your ass. So you had ample time to know <laughs> that somebody was coming after you. Yeah, it's really what kind of set up uh, PVP. It kind of set up the rules for PVP in uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah. And uh, in, in sort of more good news is the uh, the Lego Star Wars uh, trilogy. Oh, the, dude. The, or the, the, Star- the complete saga. Skywalker saga. Yeah. yeah. Um, that that That's sounding even more and more badass. It's going to have, I think it said 20, 23 planets? 28 20, planets? Yeah, 22 planets and 300 over three hundred playable characters, and uh, I was like, "And they're open world." I gotta be honest, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's my, I the Lego Star Wars series is my favorite Lego series. Yeah, I get that. As far easily. as and as I really like the, the Lego Star Wars games, but I've played so many of them that at this point I don't care. Oh, dude, I'm mm-hmm. I'm and gonna get on. That's because I'm the downside. I, Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna get it just because I haven't played them in so long, and I've only played a few okay. of them. So the fact that it's just like one big giant bundle, yeah. I'm just pointing out oh, where yeah. I'm at no, on, on Star Wars, on Lego Star Wars. I just like the the fact is, is that I've played so many Lego Star Wars, and and that's the thing is like a lot of people are like, oh, well, don't let this, you know, don't th- let this one pass you up because you've played the other games. Well, I've played the other games, and I don't care at this point. Like, I've played enough Star Lego Star Wars to have said, I, I experienced Lego Star Wars. I'm good. Right. And right. that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, I enjoy going through them with, uh, with Shayna. It's a lot of fun for a couch co-op. So. Yeah, it, look, it looks cool. It looks fun. looks like it's going to be enjoyable for a lot of new gamers. I, I'm not going to – I don't think I'm going to buy it at all. I think I'm just going to let it pass and say I'm, I'm good to go. I've gone through way too many uh, of them to care. And on top, you know, on top of that, Disney has thoroughly quelled my my uh, enjoyment of Star Wars lately. So it's kind of one of those things. I'm where not going like, to get that, you know, earn that for me. <laughs> I like a full blown Lego Scooby Doo game. That's fair. <laughs> That's what I want. I, I, I'm gonna a I'm full. gonna try to stay on my ground and not let Disney ruin Star Wars for me. You shall not pass. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not letting Disney fuck up my Just Star Wars. Looking at you know Kathleen yeah. Kennedy Balrog. <laughs> See. I'm a Vargon. I'm just burnt out in Lego Star Wars. I like to see like a full blown Lego Scooby Doo or Lego Ghostbusters game. That'd be a well, yeah. Game. I would That'd love to see that stuff too. But I mean, I'm gonna take what I can get. I haven't played a Lego Star Wars game in God knows how long. If it's online co op too, I mean, I'll play with Miles and we'll go through yeah. it and everything. And if it's open world, it, it just yeah, I'm I'm okay with it just because I haven't played one in so long. But it's Star Wars too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm go not through gonna his Force it. Ghost characters and makes every fucking level easy, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but speaking of of uh, things being quelled, expectations for the Hogwarts Legacy game <laughs> lowered expectations. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I personally don't have great expectations for the game to begin with. It's a cool that they're approaching that. Uh, that story that well mm-hmm. not that story that world that universe yeah with uh with an open world rpg kind of game uh 
but with your with your lead uh, lead developer lead designer or whatever uh, leaving <laughs> resigning because yeah. of cancel culture because of cancel because, culture because he he made statements a long time ago uh, defending John Lasseter from Pixar uh, at a time when no one knew what was actually taking place with John John Lasseter still really don't know if any of the accusations against John Lasseter were true. Like there's no, there's no proof of that. Just that John Lasseter was getting enough grief that he left Pixar and uh, was basically put on leave from, from Disney until he finally just left. People treat like, obviously with that treated rumor, like it was absolutely true uh, because two creatives from uh, Pixar had left that had worked uh, as the lead lead writing team uh, originally for Toy Story 4. Uh, they left because of creative differences. This is literally a statement from both of them, not Disney. Disney's made the, state, the same statement afterwards. Uh, but they made the statement of, no, it was because of creative differences. We didn't see eye to eye on a lot of the story elements. And we felt like there, was, uh, there wasn't enough progression for... Uh, for female writers and female staff at Disney. That's why they left. Okay. Well, I, I don't know what the story is story is behind, behind what they made the statement of like not enough female leads or, or uh, writers and stuff like that. Okay. I, I have no idea. Don't know what the culture is like there at all, but there was nothing. There was really only statements, only, only statements by employees yeah, and rumor, nothing concrete about John Lasseter. And listeners, I just want to point out, I'm not defending him because I don't know what happened, but that's all he said. He, he kind of made the same statement of he knows John Lasseter. He thinks he's a, he thought he was a good guy and he, but he, you know, he doesn't know that any of these statements are, he, he didn't believe that that was possible from this, this yeah, person in, that he, that he thought he knew. In, in all it. reality, I, I perused his YouTube channel, which he had been inactive on for three years, years. I think, um, I perused his channel and most of his, his videos, his statements are, you know, more or less not necessarily neutral, but you know, rational. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's, that's of course a crime nowadays, but, uh, nothing in there to like everything we're talking about really. Crime. Yeah. Nothing in there to really raise a flag, be like, Oh, this, this guy's a problem. And, you know, given his statement, it sounds like it was a very amicable, leave uh i i'm imagining he was just not going to deal with that kind of bullshit and decided to say, eh, it's not for me anymore and, and left yeah he didn't want to put up a fight <clears throat> didn't want to yeah. fight it just said fuck it i'm out like that and that's that's when that's the thing it's like cancer culture wins when that happens and that's oh yeah and what's really funny is yeah. the amount of people who are, who are sitting there go oh cancer culture is not a thing and then they get fucking canceled and suddenly it's a fucking thing <laughs> suddenly right. fucking fucking exists out of nowhere right. I always love it when a fucking news reporter says shit like that. Cancel culture doesn't exist. And then months down the line, they get canceled. Like, I can't believe I'm getting canceled. I thought cancel culture doesn't exist, asshole. And then, uh, but you, you, you stack that on top of the whole, you know, the Hogwarts legacy is going to have trans wizard and witches. I don't fucking care. These are underage kids. Yeah. These are kids. Like you play a child. It was like, you know, why and, are we talking about their genitalia? Yeah. <laughs> why are you concerned with what's under their robes? <laughs> yeah. Like, leave it the fuck alone, yeah. Jared. Jesus Fucking Christ. right. Let me let me choose a character, a body type, and then a voice. And that's it. And leave it at that. 
We don't need yeah. to talk about this person's yeah, sexual preference. It doesn't preference. need to be any more in depth. We don't need to talk about. We don't need to talk because I guarantee you, like whatever, yeah, because it, it's probably going to be a fucking toggle switch like yeah. profile thing, right? That's probably what it's going to wind up being, which means it has no bearing on anything unless it was actually going to like cultivate your backstory or something like that. And even if it did that, it would still just be a text yeah. form. So if it doesn't affect your interactions in the game, you know, what the fuck is the Yeah, point? I'm just waiting for the announcement that the game's going to have uh, a billion hours of dialogue while they come up with the uh, the dialogue choices for these 72 genders. Zem, Zam, Zibom, Right. Like, fucking Christ, God damn it. I've never seen a society so fucking obsessed with, you know, gender, sexual preference and race. It's fucking nuts. Like our, our society is going yeah. fucking crazy. I grew up. You're not supposed to give a shit about that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, here we are like, oh, this is what everybody needs to be about. I'm like, uh, oh, what? <laughs> I don't introduce myself as hi. My name's Vargo. I like ladies. Yeah. If I introduce myself <laughs> as that way, like somebody shoot me. Yeah, I get tired of that virtue signaling bullshit. So it's I don't my expectations weren't high to begin with, and they're they're definitely not getting any better. <laughs> nope. But I hope it turns out good. You know, for people that really I'm want still it. interested in it because it's Hogwarts. You know, it's yeah. Hogwarts. It's Harry. It's Harry Potter, and it's a it's an RPG. I'd like to see what they could do with it, as long as it's not games as a service, which I still feel like that's what it's going to end up being. Was this being handled by uh, Warner Brothers? Yep. Yeah, it's probably going to be games as a service then. Yeah, I mean the the the. Gotham Knights, even They've though it's said that yeah, it won't be Gotham Knights says that it won't ooh. be. But goddamn, dude, when you watch that trailer, <laughs> yeah. you watch any of the gameplay, you instantly you get, get those vibes. Games, games as a service vibes mm. every fucking time. Oh, yeah. I really want to play Gotham Knights, too. Yeah. And they just yeah. rec- they, they not too long ago announced that Gotham Knights would actually be all co-op now. Not not just select missions. So now it's supposed to be all co-op. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's what they announced. Uh, so you can go through single player co-op your decision. That's badass. Yeah, which is cool. I might actually get that game yeah. now. I'm still not excited for it because everything still levels with you. And you still have a number. You still have a number yeah. damage system. Yeah, yeah, that's this is the thing. Like, I it looks potentially fun, but it, it also looks like it might be really shallow. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. Most of the other shit that we've done, yeah, especially since the last know? time I saw a thing or a saw a video of it. The developers specifically point out, like, you'll play and do these missions to get more loot. And I went, oh, a looter beat him up. That's not that that's worked so famously in the past with superheroes like Avengers is doing super well. Right. That's doing awesome right now. <laughs> I hear too bad. It can't I mean, be like it's Arkham so Origins. good that they're making the game longer. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Too bad. It can't be like Arkham Origins or <laughs> oh, Mega like- Man where you upgrade after beating a boss. Yeah. And I, I know I'm late to the game on this, but I played Injustice 2 for the uh, the Game Pass quest. Yeah. yeah. And uh, why the fuck does that have a loot system? That one's at least <laughs> fun because at least alters the look of your character. Yeah. Yeah, but why a loot system in a fighter? Uh, it's the same thing as um, uh, if you're upset by that, no don't, fucking don't play Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm terrible at new fighters. Yeah. I, I was reaffirmed that playing that game on easy. I was like, I'm still fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Combos elude me. And I don't mean the yeah. snack. I can't get timing down. on <laughs> Smash Brothers fucking cake. <laughs> 
Well, Smash Brothers is pretty, you know, that's pretty uh, straightforward for the most part. For a, for a fighter, that is probably yeah. the most straightforward fun fighter I've ever played. It's what me and my friends refer right. to as baby's first fighter. Yeah. Because it's very simple. There's no combos. So you don't <laughs> have to combos, learn like, yeah. frame counts for anything if you want to be really good. Yeah. When I sit down and play it, I literally grab a pacifier and put it in my mouth <laughs> and just, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I suck, suck all day. <laughs> you get that ring pop right in his mouth. Metaphorically and Why literally. He has so much rock candy. Yeah. <laughs> I grab my suck candy and I suck all day. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, that's just the way the way it is. Uh, I can't give you an explanation other than the fact that it was something for people who play fighters all the time to achieve something in the game, Miles. Uh, I guess. But here's the thing. Did you have to pay for that extra loot? Fuck no. I, well, I mean, I got my 10 fights in and I immediately uninstalled But here's that, that's what I'm, <laughs> but, but I'm pointing out a, a, a point of you didn't have to pay for it. So why are you complaining about it? Because <laughs> it's an unnecessary mechanic in a game. It's an unnecessary mechanic in a game you don't play anymore or ever. <laughs> like you, you had no intention of ever playing that game and until until that showed up on I mean, game pass you had no intention honestly honestly the the story is interesting yes if the if the game was uh, a simpler fighter that i kind of grew up with i would actually play the shit out of it but it's not the case they they've made fighters more and more technical and i i, I can't do it yeah. <laughs> the last time i was genuinely decent at a fighter was the uh, Super Street Fighter 2 on Super NES. I was badass at that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew combos. See, I, I can't do that now. Yeah. Can't do it now. That's why I'm hoping the next one's going to be uh, Injustice versus uh, Masters of the Universe. That's a hell of a crossover there. I, the comic series is fun. There's Favorite. a comic series of yeah. Injustice versus, versus Masters of the Universe? Dude, Injustice is a ridiculous universe to begin with. You added... Matt, they added Masters of the Universe on top of that? Yeah. Have you not played Mortal Kombat 11? We gotta make this fucking bananas. I'm playing through it now. Yeah. Let's make nuts. this fucking bananas. Is it, like, here's yeah, the thing. Could... I'm torn between the fact that I want to get, I now want to give DC money, and the fact that I don't want to give DC money. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want it, like, I want to read that. That's cool. That sounds cool. That sounds fun. That's how I felt when uh, Squadrons came out. I watched the trailer and I was like, yep. man, I was the same this way. game looks really good, but I fucking hate EA. Yeah. Yep. But it looks fun, but I hate EA and I don't want to give them money. Yeah. Diablo 2. Yeah, the Diablo I don't give Blizzard Diablo money. 2, Blizzard. I'm like, fuck you, Blizzard. I'm so pissed off. The fact that I that I want to give them money makes me makes me even matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun explaining to my coworkers why I was yelling at my phone on break. Yeah, because I don't want to give Blizzard money. Yeah, if it turned around and said mobile only, I would be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, nope, it's coming out for PC. Well, you didn't make another PC game, so. Yeah, that's my issue with Mass Effect Legacy. Like, I really want to play it, but then I don't want to give you my goddamn money. I don't want to give EA money. I don't want, I want to give you money. Yeah. I don't want to reward you for the bad behavior you've had. But at the same time, I want to show you that good behavior pays off. My my footnote for I don't want to give EA money all like there was always the footnote of if they re-release Mass Effect, I'll bu I'll buy that. Yeah. So I don't feel guilty on that one. That's fair. Until it's busted as shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then I will bitch up and down. Until it's busted as shit or you find out it was made in a Chinese labor camp. 
Um, <laughs> no, that'd be fucked up, right? Yeah. China's forcing the Uyghur people to learn how to code. I'm like, God damn it. Are they taking lessons from Biden? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That sounds like a backfire. <laughs> Just open the, the game case and be like, I can smell the oppression. Wow. Right? I don't even know what to say with that. Yeah, sorry, that was just too good a joke to pass out. It's not re-education camps. It's further education camps. It's a benefit. <laughs> it's a benefit. God damn it. <laughs> he asked for free college. He didn't ask how. <laughs> Welcome to trade school. Let me see your war face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's kind of fucking amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. All right. So what else has taken place this week? I played the uh, the demo for the working title of Square Enix's Triangle Strategy. What? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you. You threw out a bunch of geometry. Okay. You guys, you guys going, what? Anderson and I both looked over at Josiah like, what the fuck did you just say? I I knew (laughs) as soon as I I remembered that I played this, I knew I was going to get shit for it. I have two questions or one big question. Is it triangles of geometry or is it a music game? You have to use a triangle. Yes. (laughs) So does it fit into the square hole? it, It does, but you have to push really hard. Okay, because I know they just done <laughs> fucked up and made a Kingdom Hearts game that was all musical and nobody plays that shit. So I was wondering if it was like a triangle simulator where you just have to hit the triangle. No, 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 no. If it was Kingdom Hearts, Brian would play it. Is it involving math? Sort of. It's that's so racist. Basically... <laughs> God damn it! Uh, you're... <laughs> you might as well just stop, dude. Yeah, you might I... as well just let it happen. I might as well. We're never getting through this. Anyways, no, so, okay, so explain it. What it, is it? It's made by the same team as uh, that made Octopath Traveler. So yeah. you remember how that was a working title, and then they just said, and then they just Fuck stuck it, with it. Yeah. it is. <laughs> so that's why I said in big air quotes, "working title of Triangle <laughs> okay. Strategy." So I'm excited to play Triangle Strategy when it comes out. When they don't change the working title, um, it's basically Triangle Strategy Omega Square. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty much Final Fantasy Tactics 2. Okay. And uh, okay. I mean, you guys have known me long enough. Final Fantasy Tactics was one of my favorite yeah. games. So I'm really oh, yeah, excited the for this to come too. out. Uh, they they dropped the demo after the uh, the Nintendo Direct. Okay. Because that was one yeah. of the only. Uh, that know, was went, literally, literally one of the only announcements they had for the entire direct. Basically, I went through and I watched kind of like a, a quick synopsis of the direct, saw that they were making a Star Wars game, and I got excited until I saw the big Zynga logo at the end. Yeah, we all said fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, Mario Golf looks, looks like fun. Be fun. Uh, the description. Based off of the descriptions that Miles talked about for Mario Golf, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it sounds awful. It it looks like one of those that I can come home and play it with Ashley for an hour. It sounds like Mario Speed Golf. Basically. Yeah, basically. And I'd rather not play that. I'd rather just play golf with my friends. That's fair. The, the game listener is not actually going and playing golf with my friends. That involves drinking. A lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
couch golf also involves drinking. It involves too. a lot of traveling. <laughs> it involves yeah. not getting a DUI yeah. with a well, fucking golf cart. It's also the downside of like, you know, Loach would have to drive like six hours and I'd have to drive nine just to get to Oklahoma because, you know, we'd all have to meet halfway. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, that's a long par 300,000. <laughs> I don't know how Oklahoma golf you know golf courses are. They don't bury their fucking phone lines or their goddamn uh, you know, electrical cables. So who right, knows what they do with golf state. Cars. They probably have the hole in the side of a fucking tree. It's called a knot, right? <laughs> they do it for extra challenge. <laughs> you got to play golf with a baseball bat. Loach is in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Be like the one sport you just of destroy us all at. <laughs> Weird, uh, weird off chance that we actually have Oklahoma listeners. Your state's boring. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. It's cheaper out here. Bravo. Before you get offended, <laughs> Miles lives there. I used to live there, and I can honestly say the only good thing to come out of that state is Brahms. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure when you enter Oklahoma, it just says, at least we're not Kansas. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> just welcome to Oklahoma. At least we're not Kansas. And you go, eh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, apparently Texans refer to it as a uh, North occupied Texas. And uh, <laughs> I, I, totally, I totally understand that. <laughs> I, yeah, they're not wrong. I used to live near Oklahoma city and you'd see uh, more Texas plates than Oklahoma plates around there. So yeah, that's all right. I call, I call Canada where we gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Too fucking cold. We're not going any further north. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that we too. North so, Dakota, we had North Dakota, Maine. We're like, whoa. What was it, Pike that bought Alaska? <laughs> a bunch of the fucking settlers, just you know, wagon, you know, covered wagons and everything. Fucking snow starts. They're like, nope, screw it. Here, so this just is like where we stop. Up. Yeah. Well, the, what's funny, Miles? You bring up Alaska. The only reason why we bought Alaska was because it was Russia. <laughs> Turn it into a state then. <laughs> we'll yeah, one, Makes one sense. of the things I always point out here is I'm in, I'm in the capital of the state, and their airport is smaller than Colorado Springs. The <laughs> my brain immediately went to smaller than Colorado Springs Airport or smaller than yeah. the, the the town. No, Colorado, Colorado Springs, Springs because, Airport. Okay, Colorado Springs is fucking massive. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> No, not Colorado the Springs Airport's the, the, not a big airport, but it's, you know, it's grown definitely yeah. over the years. And, and uh, listeners, before you really quick, before you say Colorado Springs is not massive land wise, our, our city is very ludicrously spread out. spread out. Yeah. What is it? We have about equal population to Denver. We're just spread way, way out more. We actually have less population than Denver, the city. Really? Yeah. I thought we were about, about no. neck and neck. We're not as dense. That's the problem. Sorry, listeners. Geography, population, interesting things for a podcast. <laughs> Not about those things. It's fucking great. Sorry, dumb, dumb conversation. My fault. I, I yield to the floor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, just just reaffirmed to me that nobody wants to come here. <laughs> That's fair. Do you guys want to go into reviews? Talk about uh, movies and stuff. TV shows. Sure. Okay. okay. Watched Coming to America. It was on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, it's included in the service. I don't think there's any other way you can watch it. Pretty sure you can't buy it. Uh, is it worth the watch? If you have Amazon Prime and you liked Coming to America, yes, it's worth the watch. It's yeah. not nearly, I want to put this out there, it's not nearly as good as the first movie. Not even close. No, but 
it is still really fun. But it is still fun, and it is very and, and we laughed out. We laughed out loud quite a bit. Yeah. Couple couple cringe spots. Uh, yes, namely Trevor Noah, but we're not Trevor Noah fans. Well, yeah. so I was talking about the ratings because the first movie is rated R, and the sequel is PG thirteen. Yeah, That's and you can tell difference. by the jokes too. Absolutely. Well, yeah. That one in the first movie, you still get your big and nasty with a chocolate sensual milkshake. You don't get it. With you this. also get uh, Samuel Jackson in the first movie. Yeah. And he's not in this one, which is unfortunate. Uh, I was really hoping he was going to make a cameo. I thought that'd be fucking hysterical. Um, especially with. Uh, he'd be the you know, curse Mc, word. McDowell's. He'd, he'd yeah. fill up all the curse words for the PG-13. Yeah. Well, no, I, what, what I thought it would be funny is if they went if he came and robbed the McDowell's yeah. in in uh, Zamunda, I would have laughed my ass off if that had happened. No, that would have been fucking hilarious. But it didn't happen. He's not in the movie. Uh, there was a lot of other cameos, though. I mean, fucking Morgan Freeman was even the guy. It was even the movie. Uh, yeah, they, Mary J. Blige they pulled out a lot of stops. You know, a lot of R&B uh, artists. It was really it was it was kind of fun. Uh, I mean, fucking Salt and Pepper was in there. I was like, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking bonkers uh but it was you know it was fun it was pretty funny i like i was laughing within the first six minutes so that's a good sign the woman who plays the eldest daughter is uh the actress that was the main character and i can't remember her name sorry listeners uh terrible fucking actors or actors names but she was in she was the main character in the old uh the movie the old guard from netflix she's a cutie yeah yeah. <laughs> i was like she yeah. is really cute <laughs> kiki lane i don't know if i'm pr- pronouncing that properly but yeah super cute i was like wow you were quite attractive <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they had the uh the guy who played the son that you said you were uh jermaine fowler i mean i'm a fan of him for some love of his uh standalone comedy stuff he does yeah uh he did a great job too um I thought his uh, he had some good comedic timing. Definitely, uh, they definitely gave him some pretty. Oh good, man, that uh, lion scene had me fucking rolling. Jokes, yeah, that was, oh. that was good. Um, so I, you know, it was overall, it was it was really entertaining. But again, don't don't measure it up to the first movie. You're not going to get the first. It's a movie. different movie. It's a different kind of movie. It does keep the moral of the story from the first movie. Which Very I was, much so. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like they kept that. If you look at it and you see the star rating, it's like three and a half stars. I think that's fair, given yeah. comparatively to the first movie. Think of it like a summer comedy. You're going to have a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And I think they had a lot of fun making this movie. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the bloopers, bloopers after? During yeah. the uh, credits. Absolutely. Yeah, John Legend looked- singing the, uh, the wedding song from the first movie at the end was fucking hilarious. Queen to be. Yeah, queen to be. Who's who's the woman who played uh, his mom? She was in uh, Ghostbusters, the the 2016. Yeah, you yeah. talked about yeah. She did a good job. She was funny. Yeah, that's uh, Leslie oh, Jones, made a, right? Yeah, Leslie Jones. Yeah, yeah Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Yeah. Made a, yeah, she's the one who made a huge fuss about Ghostbusters uh, 2016. That the reason people didn't like it was because it was all women. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Jones. I would <laughs> just want to let you know, I I couldn't stand uh, Ghostbusters 2016, but you did a good job in this one. Yeah. I thought you were very funny. Uh, in fact, you had one of the only funny lines in Ghostbusters 16, in my opinion. Oh, her and Kate McKinnon made that movie. But I was actually able to tolerate Tracy Morgan because I don't find Tracy Morgan too funny, but I thought it was pretty good in this one. He's still the most unlikable person yeah. <laughs> in comedy for me. I can't. I, but I will say, yeah, I will say I actually did yeah, chuckle at a, at a joke that he had in the movie. I did chuckle. And, one. and he's not Trevor Noah. So <laughs> and he's not Trevor Noah. He's not the most unlikable character in the whole movie. And that's just because I don't like Trevor Noah. Never funny. Never funny on purpose. Trevor Noah. Yeah, that was he really was not needed at all. No, no. 
it was he more felt just, very forced into it was the, mostly just a cameo yeah it felt like a forced cameo too yeah uh but yeah i it was it was a good movie it was funny fun movie if you have amazon yeah. prime and you just want to watch a fun comedy yeah. watch it yeah it was worth the watch i uh, talked to jesse he enjoyed it he said you know like he agreed with me on the fact that it's nowhere near as good as the uh, the first one, but it was still entertaining. It's still fun. So, uh, give it a shot. Listeners. We, we definitely recommend it. Um, moving into, unless you guys have other reviews to give, I was going to move into WandaVision. Uh, let me squeeze in my movie review. Go for it. Wrong turn. I watched oh, the wrong yeah. turn. Reboot, remake, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it shouldn't be called wrong turn. Uh, it's if you go in the mindset all the right turn <laughs> nothing happens they just drive on reach their destination safely <laughs> <laughs> well since you're since you're on the cast with us it should have been called West Virginia yeah just West Virginia it should have been called West Virginia <laughs> uh, Appalachia don't look at me man I hate West Virginia I don't, I don't want to drive I, if I can avoid West Virginia I avoid West Virginia there's a reason why like 80% of horror movies happen in West Virginia yeah I know don't yeah. fear well, it don't fear it I, no, I've seen it. I've been through it. And yeah, I won't even stay the night in it. <laughs> Fuck that place. I've been through West Virginia several times. It's, I enjoyed it. I, I it's, hate it. It's an enjoyable... It. I would say it's a rental. Yeah. Uh, it probably has one of the one of my probably top ten favorite Final Girl scenes. <laughs> the barbecue That's there something I will give to it. I would what say this is say? not a wrong turn movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Go. Miles, he what said did you that say? the... <laughs> I need to know if I he heard this the, right. <laughs> the barbecue there tastes familiar. <laughs> I started laughing though when he said that, and also that when he said, "Yeah, it's a rental." I was like, "West Virginia is a rental." Yeah, I'll- land donated by Maryland. Uh, <laughs> it's only a state for a while, but at least holds out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Barbecue tastes really familiar here. You could even say it's familiar. God. Why are there posters of Army Hammer everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Army Hammer, like, for that guy, it doesn't matter if it ends up being false or not. Those jokes are never going to go away. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's fucked for life, man. You know, it's it's like the Richard Gere gerbil thing or the uh, yeah. Rob Schneider <laughs> right. gets uh, choked out by Home Depot workers. By Home Depot workers, yeah. <laughs> fucking goes to Home Depot to get... <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Anyways. <laughs> so if you go in the mindset that you're watching a different movie that's not part of the franchise... You'll probably have a fun time with it. Well, I think that's the point anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's it's supposed to be kind of a reboot regardless, yeah. just using the same name. Yeah, they use they use. It's kind of like what happened with, with the movie, The Craft. Like, oh, God. oh, we're just going to we're oh, just going to use the same. So we're going to use the same. Yeah, we're just going to use the same name. That movie's awful in order to in order to make. Uh, and in that sense, it was like loosely, loosely connected to no, the original. man. The and new craft movie is 100% woke. Propaganda. Oh, I know. It's it's shit. Oh god. But uh at least wrong turns a horror movie. <laughs> but in this case like this is what Bloomhouse is doing. Like they're just buying they bought up these properties so they could make movies and capitalize off the franchise. That's yeah. all they wanted to do. That's true. So, the premise of the movie is it's a bunch of friends who go hiking in the mountains in West Virginia. 
Terrible idiot. And they stumble across <laughs> the... Uh... Yeah, I've been to West Virginia, listeners. I've I've driven through West Virginia, and I've stayed in West Virginia. I would not hike in West Virginia. Just saying. Yeah, so Dude, people- I won't even go to a McDonald's in West Virginia. Sorry, Anderson. I mean, we keep interrupting you, but like... I know. It's, a, it's just that common sense thing of like... You'll live. You know, hundreds of people disappear in West Virginia. For a reason. Yeah, <laughs> like, I understand that Lutch doesn't want to go there because it wouldn't be a McDonald's; it'd be McDommers. <laughs> McDommers, right? <laughs> Man, Anderson, you're actually on fire this Man, week. Yeah, Anderson, <laughs> auto, good job. I mean, Anderson. I mean, Anderson. Honestly, when you're not sleeping, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just a group of friends who just stum- who go hiking and stumble across. The territory of a uh, private cult in the West Virginia mountains. Okay, shit just goes south for them. So when you say cult, like, is it like they worship something in the forest or it's like the this, devil? Yeah, meth or... addicts, army hammer. So this cult. <laughs> I was setting it up. Thank you. <laughs> it's not that they worship anything, but it's their own beliefs. So they like they truly. This is group that believed that the world was going to end at the end of the Civil War, and they have stuck to themselves ever since. Okay. <laughs> and the way they do their justice is just fucking bananas. Was there an elephant and a fat guy there? No, but these guys were like deer skulls and just fucking murder people. That's a family guy reference, by the yeah. way, listeners. <laughs> but there are some creative deaths in the movie, so if, you, if you're going to go and watch in this movie knowing that you're just going to watch a bunch of hikers versus a cult, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I, I mean... I saw this. I saw the trailer for it. It looked like it was a completely different kind of film. It looked yeah. like it might be fun. So I would recommend, like, if you go to like a red box and rent it. Yeah. It's- I mean, in all honesty, there's not really a, a whole lot they could do left with uh, wrong the turn. wrong turn series. Yeah. And on top of that, there's no way they could get worse. So I mean, so many turns. You can only take so many turns until you find the right one. Yeah, they know. had six. <laughs> by this point, they're going the right direction. I know, right? <laughs> <Loops>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Apple Maps. <laughs> It is West Virginia. The roundabout. (laughs) Even West Virginia NASCAR drivers can't realize they're supposed to take a left turn. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, we're going to get into some WandaVision stuff. Uh, So before we do that, I've got to use the Russian real quick. You can go ahead. (laughs) I'm 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 going to keep a commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) Let's all go to the lobby. You can move it, dude. The the arm will move. You can you can just move the arm. Okay. He's like he's fucking limboing underneath the mic. I'm trapped. I'm gonna you ride myself. Fucking limbo's underneath the mic. Anyways, while Anderson takes a piss, I'm gonna keep talking about Wandavision regardless. I know, right? Like, when have we? <laughs> when have we ever stopped? Like, fucking, what the hell? Right? Uh, so like, he's like, I'm so, on a roll. They're gonna listen to me today. Like, <laughs> so we'll start out. We'll start out with just. Yeah, we'll start out with just what we thought about it's the series. Me. Um, I thought Wandavision was good. It was fun. Um, it wasn't. It to me, it didn't deserve a series on the simple fact of it wasn't a good. It wasn't a long enough, drawn out story to justify a series it should have gotten its own movie but i want to point out listeners the reason why i say that is because yet again marvel has a female hero that could have had her own feature length film just like i don't know black widow should have had years back that we're finally fucking getting or that captain marvel for no fucking reason got 
But yet we have another female character who should have been a hero placed on the pantheon of the cinematic universe and put into theaters. And instead they give her a mini series. Probably just trying to draw in more memberships. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think it was just like, we have to justify getting more memberships instead of giving her own film. And if we make it a weekly release, the, uh, the free trial will run out before it's finished. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's smart marketing. You, you can't like argue with it. You know, it is what it is. I, I agree with it. I just think it's funny from a company who sat there talking about how like we need to, we need to do more for women and, and more for women roles. And instead of giving her her own film, they just go, go around. Ah, we're going to give you a mini series. Oh yeah. This whole movie could have been <laughs> took place in two and a half hours and you would have been good. Right. Movie could have been easily two, two hours and 15 minutes. You could have gotten the entire thing summed up. And all you had to do was cut down the first three episodes because those are mostly just like the first two episodes are mostly just like, all right, well they're filler. Here's, here's a filler episode. Here's another filler episode, which is why I felt yeah. like, okay, I'm just going to wait until they have the entire story so I can get the full thing out of yeah, it. Yeah, Cause it doesn't really kick off to the back half of the third episode. Well, you, you're watching two sitcom episodes for no fucking reason. Kind of. You're, you're just watching them to watch a sitcom. They have a little like teasers at the end, toward the end of the episodes, but yeah. It wasn't anything worth justifying. But you I could mean, have honestly, you could have but, had that in in a film where it's right. cutting it's cutting to what's taking place within WandaVision while you're going while it cuts back to the agents of Sword, which is weird to say. Uh rather than saying Shield, I'm so used to saying Shield. Uh you had the agents of Sword uh, on the outside trying to figure out what the fuck's going on on the inside. Like all they right. had to do is just splice that up a little bit more and you could have had a complete film that would have normally been in, been in theaters. I, th- I, I think, but we got a mini series and it kind of felt like, all right, well you guys just kind of stretched this out as much it's as you could subscription dues. just to get, yeah. yeah, just to get subscribers to your service. Cause even then, if you look at right. their map of shows coming out, they're timing it out to where when one show ends is two weeks and the show starts. So none of them are starting at the same time. Right. Yeah, here's here's a funny thing with that. Really quick, when you brought up the fact that Disney had had their newest animated film uh, for thirty dollars, they they take that for thirty dollars. Yet they could completely capitalize on the Marvel license by simply having us pay thirty dollars for Black Widow. Because I'd do it. Uh, they could have had us pay thirty dollars for this this to be a film. Because I'd do it if it had, if it was originally supposed to come out in theaters. I would have done those things. So instead of capitalizing on the films that they absolutely could have made $30 on each, they didn't do it. They, they choose they, a new animated they're movie. choosing a new animated movie and they chose Mulan. It's a re- like, that's, that's a really weird uh, mentality from Disney of like, you guys know you're not going to make money off of this. Why are you doing this this way? These aren't right. going to make, these aren't going to make your money. And the things that you absolutely could make money on, you're not taking advantage of. You think maybe it's not it's, for the American audiences. It's then? the weird. I don't know if it's that it's, you know, I think it's just one of those things. They just didn't know whether or not they could, they, they kind of fear trying those things out because they fear the backlash that could come from it. But it's stuff that they could absolutely capitalize on. Like Mar- yeah. Marvel's easy, easy money. Right. As evidence for trying to use this as an incentive to get people to subscribe to the service. But this uh, series was announced before they ever even had a pandemic. So that wasn't even going to be a factor. So why wasn't it just automatically going, all right, well, we need to have more female hero movies. So what we're going to do is we're going to make a female hero movie. 
and instead they made a a series. It just kind of it just kind of feels off from a company who constantly talks about how he having more representation for other people and they don't really do it. Well, then even then this this is only going to be the one season. That's it. And yeah, that's why that's why I'm saying is like it's only one season there. They're, this is the only time we're getting it. Like originally when they announced it, I thought, oh, it's going to show like I, my expectations were, oh, they're going to use WandaVision to show the different universes that's that Scarlet Witch can create and visit. Oh, this is going to be awesome. We're going to go in. We're going to go into the multiverse with this. That's not what it's for. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that Marvel kind of put themselves in a fucking corner on that one when the simple fact that, you know, WandaVision probably should have been the way to be introduced into the multiverse but absolutely they're pushing that into dr strange dr strange yeah and the multiverse of madness which she is setting up basically for that movie which which she's going to be a secondary character compared to dr strange yeah yeah, and they kind of went ass backwards with it accident i I don't know if it was accidental or they kind of wrote themselves into a corner but if they were smart about it dr strange should have gotten the miniseries and then she should have gotten a movie yeah. and then explore the whole or the, at least the, switch the topics around. Here's like, here's the weird thing. Uh, compare this to how Captain Marvel was handled. So Captain Marvel, one of the reasons why Captain Marvel is not really a good superhero movie is the fact that you have she's not a, a hero. She's not really a hero. She doesn't come across as a like heroes. They have their flaws, but in the end, it's one of those things that they do the right thing with Danvers. They made her. unlikable she's just unlikable she's kind of a bitch the entire time and she's just good at everything all the time there's no there's no flaws to her character that's the problem with her character there's a flaw she's she's good to her character she knocked out that dude and stole his jacket and bike she she steals (laughs) it she she's like have you seen the uncut scene of that it's even worse like it's it's fucking ridiculous she's not a good hero because her flaws to the comics choke you know rogue's gonna choke a bitch her flaws aren't flaws her flaws are just she's not a good person. Yeah, my thing of my thing with the whole, and I just watched Captain Marvel the other night, and the, my biggest problem with Captain Marvel is that, yeah, there's no really redeeming quality quality with her at all. So she doesn't remember her her childhood, and she doesn't have her memories and all that. Okay, cool. Her biggest thing was that she was held back. That was her biggest thing. She was held back. In what way was she held her back? Amnesia was what holding her back. No, like <laughs> my, I'm not saying that. So. I don't know how to word this. Basically, I felt like she was, they were holding her back because she was perfect. There was nothing that, and so it looked like it was a forced way of having her have some type of redeeming quality of something, of some sort. The only thing that they did to hold her back was don't use your emotions, was the whole, the old, the old adage of women are too emotional. That was the idea, the entire fucking movie. That was their only story plot line was, oh, women are too emotional, so hold back your emotions. Like, that is bullshit i think i see where you're going with this she's bad because she's good at everything and has no weaknesses right exactly like they they did they didn't right. want to have a the, that was their whole problem was the fact they didn't want to have a female character that had weaknesses never mind the fact that one that that literally wanda is probably one of their best characters they've ever created next to black widow of you have a flawed person who had yeah. problems who had you're, you're talking about issues there's no character development exactly right She's not a developed character. She has no flaws. She's just perfect at everything. That's not a, that's not a character people can get behind. That wasn't a character that people could like. It's, she's one of the most unlikable Marvel heroes ever, and they gave her her own movie compared to the other two the other two char- characters that easily could have had their own movie 
easily could have been, you know, given the star, the, the spotlight. And instead they create WandaVision. Well, which is the closest attempt I've seen next to you know, Black Widow finally getting her own movie. And then when Wanda's finally going to be in another starring role in a movie, she's, she's still sidelined yeah. by Doctor Strange. It's, it is the biggest contradiction from Disney I've seen, and nobody wants to point it out to them of the fact that you guys constantly talk about how you want to have representation, how you want to do these great things, and yet you sideline great characters because you don't know what else to do with them. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, the, the two things, the things you can take advantage of on your service to get more money from us, you don't even do. And and instead, you you want us to pay for movies like uh, is it Raya? That you say it? Yeah, Raya? I think so. Uh, and Mulan. I'm like, the fuck is going on? Th- those aren't movies people are going to pay thirty dollars to watch. Marvel, we'll pay thirty dollars to watch. Star Wars, we'll pay thirty dollars to watch. You don't want to take advantage of any of this. It's just weird business practice. And you know the funny thing is, is I so I waited the three months to watch Mulan. Yeah. Had I paid thirty dollars for that, I would have been fucking pissed. That movie was not worth thirty bucks. No. No, and what's weird is that even after like, even after it hit Disney Plus, they still wanted thirty dollars for for it from like Voodoo. It was weird. That's stupid. Yeah. That's really really stupid. Like, like there's. It's a lot like a lot of their business stuff just doesn't make any sense to me. And the fact that like the way they've treated their characters for Marvel, I don't know. It's it's frustrating to watch for for WandaVision. Like when I sit there and go like this is a great character. You've actually created a someone who was flawed because they had no way of dealing with like they didn't know how to deal with their loss. And it was this great like that was the part of the story that was actually really, really, really well done. Yeah, Somebody you can feel empathy for. Absolutely. And you don't like, it's just kind of like, it's mind blowing to me of like, you're not going to make this person a main feature for a series when they have a lot. There's a lot of things you can do, especially with Scarlet Witch. They pointed out in the series, she's one of the most powerful beings they've ever come across. She's easily listeners, easily more powerful than Captain Marvel. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I don't care what Brie Larson thinks about Captain Marvel. Uh, Scarlet Witch could bury that bitch. Yeah, and not even break a sweat. And not even break a sweat. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, she almost took out Thanos by herself. And what's funny is it took fans pointing that out to Disney for them to mention it in this series of, yeah, she's actually super powerful. The only reason she didn't kill Thanos was because he bombarded the area she was in and she wanted it to last. She wanted that guy to fucking suffer. So she was just going to slowly break him. That's that was the only flaw in in what she was doing. She could have easily killed him. She was that fucking powerful, that pissed off. So at least I was glad that they mentioned that. I was like, man, that's fucking awesome. They finally somebody finally fucking caught on at Marvel. Like, oh shit, fans are right. She's easily the most powerful character. There were a lot of good things in the series, so I don't want to I don't want to bag on that too much because the series the series was actually good. It was you know the the story the story's entertaining. Uh, by the time I was done, I was like, man, I, you know, I felt like that was, that was a worth worthwhile story to go through. And anyone definitely, who has, uh, go ahead. Definitely ventures into uh comic book knowledge territory, which I have none. of. Yeah. 
I was like, um, I don't know what's going on, but I'm interested. <laughs> they do some good re- good references. They they you know obviously rewrite their own story completely for most of it, but that's true for all of the MCU, right? It's its own universe. Yeah. Yeah, the MCU is its own thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, Loach, you and I have had conversations on that since pretty much Iron Man. Uh, yeah, it's always been its own thing. It, it's just it's its own it's its own thing. You can't expect it to be the comic books, right? So, well, I'm that, okay with that's it not okay. being the comic books. That's the thing. That's yeah, what makes yeah. it better. That's I'm not a, rehashing yeah. the same shit I've already read. It's something new. It's a new adventure. It's but similar. You have the comfort of something similar, but with a different twist. Yeah. So like that's exactly it, what it is, and that's why they nailed it out of the park with it. And here's the thing: if they were to make it on the comic books, listeners, which comic books? Yeah, there's so many. Which Who series? Cares? Which series of Marvel comic books are you gonna are you gonna base it off of? As I mean, long you as could, you don't follow the Ultimates, I'm yeah, fine. You could sit there and say it's off the six one six dude. If they had gone anywhere near the Ultimates with I would have been Scarlet out. Witch, I would have left. Fuck it, I'm out. Uh, no, but. You know, what what series are you going to follow? Are you going to follow this one? Well, what if people don't like that one? What if people like this series? You know, and you can say, oh, well, they only follow 616. Which 616? 616 has been rebooted so many times. What do you want? What do you want out of the series? So they create their own. Okay. You have to accept that. Yeah. As, as long as they stay true to the main character, to the, to the characters that they're, that they're depicting, it should be okay with anyone playing it. And I might, you know, you might call me a simp because I like the Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't care. I still like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do I think that there are some improvements that they can make? Absolutely. Specifically with the Hulk. We've had this conversation with Jesse multiple times. Uh, or you know, just delete mm. Iron Man 3. It's getting rid of Iron yeah, Man 3 it, entirely. It's, Reboot it's that. It's their medium for reaching the largest audience possible. Absolutely. So they're able to cherry pick what they want to do. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. We have to appeal to the largest audience. We have to appeal to people who know nothing about the comic books. And we have to try and appeal to the people who know about the comic books but are okay with any of the changes that we make. It's a tough spot. I get it. And I get why fan I get why ultra fans get pissed off at the movies. I, I totally understand. we we've been there but at the same time it is you know it is what it is you either like it or you don't if you don't like it that's fine yeah my thing is this though is that the people who keep watching it over and over and over after 10 years and 23 movies and a tv series and and still still hate hate it it, then you have absolutely zero room to bitch because of the simple fact that you keep (laughs) coming back to watch you should checked out a long time ago (laughs) yeah if you're not happy with it because it doesn't follow the comics you should have stopped watching from day one so the fact that you still keep coming back to watch it, but just a bitch about it, you're you're a fucking idiot. So yeah, can't argue that. I have no yeah, argument against d- you on that at all. Yeah, <laughs> fucking spot on. It, yeah, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It doesn't work like that, kids. So, well, and but the thing is, is Kevin Feige and everybody from Marvel has come out multiple times from the day one of Iron Man. Yeah. This is not the same timeline. Don't expect the same story. It's going to have similarities from the comics, but we're going to do our own thing. And the biggest one and the biggest thing was when they started off the whole MCU with the fact that no one will hide behind a mask. Yeah. They are going to come right out with their names and who they are. That's completely different from a lot of the comics. So the yeah, exceptional one character who got ousted, which would be Spider-Man. The one that got ousted. Oh, yeah. Peter yeah. Parker. But that was also part of the story. Yeah. Right, exactly. But still, like that was the, that set the whole tone for the entire MCU. Yeah. So if you keep coming back and you're bitching, you're doing it wrong to begin with. <laughs> like, 
yeah so uh listeners we we recommend if you have you know disney plus you know, watch one watch wandavision we're going to go into spoilers after this if everybody's okay with that in the room okay so uh thanks for listening to us feel free to come back if you haven't watched wandavision uh, feel free to come back and listen to us after we talk about these spoilers. So I got to tell you guys right off the bat, uh, one of the things that I was really pleased to see was Monica Rambeau Woo! Uh, and uh, watch her character <laughs> come in. I, I was I'm hoping excited. it was going to be her when they showed like the, which, the uh, necklace when she's like, who are you? And they pointed out the, uh, the, the symbol, the sword uh, from her, uh, her necklace that she was wearing. I was like, Oh, please be Monica Rambeau. At first I thought it was like, maybe they were going to do uh, Maria. Uh, her mom uh, recasted or something like that. Like maybe the actress couldn't do it. I was like, Oh, I was like maybe, maybe they're going to do that instead. I don't like, cause at the time we didn't know if, uh, when this was taking place, if this was taking place in modern day or whatever, uh, when they were doing the reveal uh, before she got ejected from, uh, from Wanda's world. Um, from Westview. Yeah. Cause one, you know, Wanda's not really bound by time and space. So she does what she wants. I, she kind of does what she wants. And yeah. since it was her own universe, I don't know when this was supposed to take place. Uh, but I was really pleased to see it was, you know, it was Monica Rambeau. I'm like the real Captain Marvel's here. Awesome. Let's do this. Hmm. Uh, Fuck you, Brie Larson. You know, I instantly, instantly said, you know, eat a bag of dicks, Brie Larson. Because, you know, the, the whole thing is like with Monica Rambeau is the reason why she became Captain Marvel is because that's what the people on Earth were calling her. They had no idea who uh, Captain Marvel was. So they just called her Captain Marvel. And when she meets Danvers for the first time in the comic books, Danvers makes a statement of, I knew someone named or with that went by that. Uh, and she goes, you know, you, you essentially, you wear the moniker wear well. Uh, and I think they'd be, you know, this person would be very proud of you. This is before Danvers became Captain Marvel. This is back when she was Miss Marvel. Having Monica Rambeau come in and and showing like how she's getting her abilities and stuff like that. I'm like, cool, man. What are you gonna? What are you guys gonna do with her character? After finding out that it, nope, it's a one-off series. It's not gonna be made into anything else. I go, well, shit. Are you guys gonna bring her? Are you gonna bring Monica into a movie? Is she gonna get her own movie? Are you gonna do anything with her character beyond Wandavision? And if not, what was the point? The after credit scene was awesome. Yeah, the after credit scene kind of set that up, though, with the fact that Nick Fury wants her up at the station with the rest of the scroll. Yeah, and they keep they keep doing this kind of setup with Nick Fury out with uh, with the, the scroll. scroll. Well, it's, yeah. yeah, it's going to be the whole secret. I think they're going to go toward secret invasion. That's that's where I it seems like they're going to have two different storylines. Yeah. And they're going to somehow merge them. I, I don't know how. But that's what it kind of comes across because you got the whole thing with Doctor Strange, the multiverse, you know, what what is the title? Madness of the Multiverse or something like that. Yeah. It, supposedly that's going to have the villains going to be Nightmare and that's going to bring in Mephisto, which Agatha Harkness from yeah. WandaVision pretty much set up. But then also you got the same time, you got another freaking story going on on the left side here. And that's supposedly Secret Invasion. Okay. What I'm wondering is how the hell are they going to link them both up and not make it so convoluted that it's going to start kind of like deterring people from watching it. Yeah, you either at this point, you either have to create more miniseries or more well, series they, shows or, or, more movies. or more movies. Well, the the next thing is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I cannot wait for. God, yeah, that's just going to be 
is secret invasion going to be a is that the next thanos is that what they're leading up to? We don't know. See, I don't know. Like that, the problem is, is that they were also saying that Mephisto and Nightmare were going to be the next big ones. But then a lot of people are saying, with the whole thing with Secret Invasion, you're going to start having the Super Scroll, and that yep. brings in the Fantastic Four, which they're planning on doing. And then, you know, you got the X Men and all. There's so many avenues. I don't, I don't know where the fuck they're going. Like that's the issue. Yeah. Who is the next big bad? Yeah. Is there a next big bad or is it a group of big yeah, bads? Everything, everything with Marvel is kind of up in the air right now, and it creates this big bag of uncertain, like uncertainty for this. For but the, here's the for thing. The I can't I can't knock them on that for a little bit for the simple fact that they gave us 23 movies and 10 years of one big storyline. So if they didn't think past that a bit, I get it. No, I get it. I totally understand that. But it's one of those things of if you were leading all the way up to this. And you continued from there and you didn't have a plan beyond what you did. Yeah, you should have had something. You should have had some kind of idea. Yeah. But I feel like now they got too many ideas on where to go, you know? Yep. And that's the thing. So, I mean, I, I'm more okay with it going Secret Invasion. Yeah. Honestly, I think Secret Invasion would be really cool. Bring in the Super Scrolls. That means you bring in the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, move on go with that storyline yeah. you know um instead of trying to pull off the whole multiverse stuff because the multiverse thing can get very very uh confusing i feel yeah. but <laughs> uh, i mean it almost it, it's almost to the point where if this is the way you guys were going to go then why isn't everything just turning into a series yeah why why even do movies <laughs> I point. think the next I think the real we'll start getting the real idea of where everything's going yeah. is when Doctor Strange 2 hits that's when we're gonna I, I feel like that's that's kind of like that pinnacle part of where where is this really gonna go yeah it's the next lichpin mm-hmm. yeah it has to be I mean you can't have I mean even by at least we knew what from day one we were getting an Avenger story you know, I mean, with Nick Fury showing up at the end of Iron Man, there's nothing really kind of concrete still. Like, I, I'm wondering, that's why they put the two secret endings in. Because they're totally different. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. So, so, like, are they just, like, seeing which one's going to really react the best? <laughs> like, yeah. It's kind of like testing the water. Like, okay, people really like this. We'll just go with that. See, we, we, we mentioned it. So we're, we're covering our own ass. Yeah, it's all it's all kind of like it's all it would all be speculation. We have no idea what what's going to happen like next with the multiverse and Wanda being able to create these worlds. Uh, does that tie into what's going on with Black Widow? We don't know. I think Black Widow is just going to set up for the sister to take her place. Yeah, That's I don't what I, I think yeah. I don't know what's what's happening because there are portions of the Black Keanu Widow Reeves like, is Taskmaster. Well, there are portions of Black Widow that takes that that look like it takes place before Modern. any of it. Yeah, because I mean, you have the senator. You have well, the, at the time, it would have been the uh, the general uh, who was. I thought uh, it was oh, a Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he was a general. That's why I said yeah. he had, at the, the time he he, yeah. he would have been if if it's before she joined the Avengers, he would have still been a general. But yeah. they show him in a suit, right? Yet he looks yeah, younger. But they show- 
Yeah, that it, that was really weird. I, I I'm really confused about that one. Yeah, it's kind of just kind of odd. That's which is why I go. Well, does this have to do with the multiverse? Yeah, what's the point of this movie? Right. right. What's does the real this, point does, of the yeah, movie? Does this actually tie into what's going on in the future? Are we getting Black Widow back? Because I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. I, yeah, it's just it definitely it definitely set up a lot more questions. You know, um, I I liked how the show went. There was a lot of cool Easter eggs. I don't like the only thing I didn't like was the way they set up the alternate Quicksilver. Oh, how they just kind of dropped it. Oh, where he's just an actor. Yeah, I that yeah. that kind of bummed me out a little bit because I was like, man, that's a missed opportunity. You could have brought the mutants in, saying, yeah, we're bringing them in, even though Disney just yeah. But then if they had done that, that would have been giving justification to the trash dumpster fire that Fox had created out of the the X Men. True. Yeah. No, I I get it. So. Um. I think the biggest, I, I mean, even though Marvel and Disney have both just come out and said that the next uh, one of the movies that's in production is going to be called The Mutants, which was like one of the original X-Men books. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we got that out of it, but I felt like that was kind of a throwaway that didn't wasn't necessary. I don't know. There was like a lot of cool Easter eggs. I like how the kids were dressed up as Speed and Wiccan. Um. And they all had their original costumes from the comic books. I thought that was really yeah. cool. Nice little Easter egg. There, there was a lot to love about the show. Um, and I enjoyed it, even though I had to wait week to week. Um, I was okay with it. It's it kept me, it gave me something to do on Friday, <laughs> like, um, yeah. and it was a good talking point. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused on where this whole overarching story is going. If they are even having an overarching story, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be cool to see where it goes. I'm, I liked the whole, uh, like I said, Wanda dealing with her own, you know, dealing with her own uh, grief and not really knowing how to use that as an outlet, uh, or like how, how to let that out. You know, ends up creating this world and inadvertently hurts a lot of people making her into a flawed character, a, a, you know, essentially almost a bad guy. Uh, and that's one thing with Scarlet, Witch is that she kind of draw, she kind of walks the line of, is she good? Is she bad? There are things that she can do that are good. There are things that she can absolutely do that are bad. And sometimes it's not intentional. A lot of it has to do with the fact of not knowing even what her powers are capable of in the end. So, uh, It'll be really cool to see where they take that after this, where they take her character into uh, Doctor Strange. But since she seems to be kind of sidelined, I'm concerned of the fact that like, okay, you're not really going to be able to explore her character in a Doctor Strange movie. And on top of that, you had the you you brought back Vision. You have White Vision in this movie or in this show who Optimus primes the shit out of himself by leaving and never, you know, never showing back up again. I'm going to make my earlier comment with you probably on our earlier chat. It's because they had to modernize it, so now Vision could be considered a deadbeat dad. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I, I have to leave my kids, I'm out. Uh, he was yeah, looking I mean, at the other know, Vision, he's like, this man's going to take care of the kids, I'm out of here. Yeah, no child support <laughs> for me, I'm out. Uh you know, you have you have White Vision who shows up, and he's the uh, essentially the evil Vision at at first, and it's because he doesn't have Vision any 2.0. he doesn't have any of Vision's memories and all that stuff. 
And then when he has the conversation of when, you know, Theseus's ship, Theseus's ship. Thank you. Uh, so they bring up that, the, the analogy of, you know, when, when all the planks are, are replaced, is it a new ship or is it the same ship? Uh, it was a fun conversation to watch. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, this is kind of an interesting debate to have in, in the, the show. Um, between the two and it kind of explains how, you know, obviously how vision works and the logic behind uh, what they're talking about. But when vision, you know, when vision, the new vision who says I am vision leaves white vision is, is he going to go destroy himself? <laughs> is, is he going to follow his programming of, I, I have to kill the kill, kill vision. Uh, so is he going to go kill himself? Like, I don't know what just happened. Like he just leaves and doesn't come back. And all I can think of is, you know, Mark Wahlberg yelling, where the hell is Optimus for 15 fucking minutes <laughs> in, in, uh, you know, Transformers. I'm like, what the fuck? Like he just left like fucking bye, peace out. You, know, oh, I had you, the, you uh, don't need me. You got this covered. <laughs> I had the hot fuzz interaction going on in my mind with that. Like, see what I did there? Yeah. You hypnotized him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what, what the hell? Uh, you know, our, hopefully we're going to see vision again. We'll see what happens there. Um, we, we have no idea what, like what that whole thing set up because there was no after credit scene no, that involved him. That's, and yeah. I completely expected that to happen. Yeah. My assumption is this is the rebirth of vision. Well, it just goes back to the whole thing of, of comic books of your, your heroes never die. Your heroes just like they die and you put, you can put that in quotes because that, you know, they die and then they, they come, the they just come back. Again. Yeah. They just come back. You know, it's that whole thing. Like the, like the death of Batman and then they're back the next week or they're back, uh, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which we're already getting with Gamera. My Gamera. I'm sorry. Gamora. Gamera. Not a giant space turtle. Gamora. <laughs> Gamora shows up in Marvel. The fuck is going on? <laughs> no, he's one of the celestials. That's a crossover I'd watch. <laughs> He's one of the Celestials. Yeah, but they'd only show him for like five minutes anyways for his first movie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so ends up with a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. Uh, and you you kind of feel, at least I felt by the time, by the, by the end of it was that I, while it was, it was satisfying to watch, I felt, it, it didn't feel like a show that led to something new. It just, was exploring a character that granted needed to be explored. But when I'm done, I'm going, all right, well now what? I mean, hell having Bucky show up would have been a big deal just because Bucky would know exactly what it feels like to have been the bad guy. Well, see, I thought that was going to happen when uh, Jimmy Woo made that call. Yeah. Like at least like one of the Avengers or would have showed up the backup. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously they've been kept out. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to bring up with the show? Spoiler wise. Before we move on to, so I think with the whole Brie Larson thing, though, just the side comment of Monica, I think she's probably going to go by her second moniker, which is Pulsar. I would love her to That's take fair. over the Captain yeah. Marvel title or the title, but I don't see it happening. I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it'll be. I think you're right. It'll probably be Pulsar. Yeah. Yeah. We still want a you know, the spinoff series following uh, Jimmy Woo and a. Uh, Fuck yeah. And a. Uh, Darcy. Oh, Jimmy yeah, Woo Loach, Loach was telling me about that, like yeah. the the whole idea. The X Files, yeah. dude, right? Yeah, I was like, we holy shit, sold on that. I We're totally sold. want to see this. 
Yeah. Um, I like, uh, I like the character of Johnny Wu. He's, he is easily like what you talked about. The yeah, fact he's that he's replaced Coulson. He's replaced Coulson. He's a cool character. Excuse me. Cool yeah. character. And now that agents of shield is officially not, not canon, nor is in humans, nor is the inhumans. You know, <laughs> why not? You know, let's bring, let's bring these two characters in. And, you know, I fucking got a kick out of the fact that Darcy, Darcy, who was the intern who had no interest in, in, uh, freaking Thor or no, just no interest in, uh, theoretical physics or anything like that or astrophysics became an astrophysicist. I thought that was hysterical. I laughed my ass off of that when she was like astrophysicist. I was like, yay. (laughs) Like everything, everything that happened with her in the Thor movies led up to this is what she decided to choose to do with her life because she found out there was something greater than what she had started out with. Cause that was one of the funny parts in the original Thor was the fact that she wanted an internship in something completely different and wasn't even part of it. And, uh, this was the only in- internship she should get. She could get. <laughs> I thought that was oh, when, funny when she fucking wrecked that goddamn ice cream truck. Oh, dude. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Jeep. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When she finally, she, she finally got there. I was like, God damn, she must've, she must've waited forever. To try and get back to town. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when she hit him with the Enjoy ice cream prison. truck. Enjoy prison. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Her You're so precious. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's plenty to enjoy. I, I like absolutely. It just it left you with a lot of questions in the end. And uh, there are questions that you there's the, the problem, I think, is it really comes down to is there are questions that we don't know if we'll ever get answers to them in the series. Yeah. Answered some questions and opened up more. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that wouldn't be a surprise for me either. It's for the simple fact that, like, remember the one shots that Marvel used to do for the movies? Yeah. In yeah. The, when yeah. the first phase? No one remembers any of those. Nope. Like, a lot of those are forgotten, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, okay, we tried it. It didn't work. Moving on. You know, Marvel, right. you know, the studio is very notorious for doing that. So. Yeah, just kind of, well, that didn't work. We're going to go move on, move along, move along. Which is smart. No, it's it's a smart move of doing it. You know, let, yeah. let the people forget it themselves. If they remember, hey, it's still canon. Yeah. Um, we just didn't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. The last thing we're going to talk about, and listeners, sorry, this is a long podcast, but the last one I want to talk about, hopefully this will be a quicker conversation, but it's mostly just to talk about the morality that takes place in the movie, The Little, like, uh, the little Things. Um. At the end of the movie, they have the scene with the uh, the red beret or, or beret, whatever what it is. Um, and uh, it's the you know the hair clip. Yeah. And uh, so when it was done, I like I absolutely felt like Jared Leto's character was one hundred percent guilty that he was absolutely the person they were looking for. But, but in the movie, they never find anything that yeah, actually it's, connects it's him to any of the murders. It's all circumstantial. Yeah. It's all based on the fact that his character is ludicrously cu- creepy. creepy. Yeah, and he knows every single thing that took place place with the cases. Supposedly, that's even stuff that, like not, that's not published. But they find out. They kind of find out why he knows this stuff. Like he just kind of. He gets it from hanging out, you know, hanging out around cops. He gets it from overhearing conversations like this is stuff that he's not supposed to know, but they're explainable. 
and you end up with this whole thing like, well, shit. Like, did he actually do it? I mean, I was going to, I, and I wanted to know from you guys who watched it, did you think he actually did it? Yeah, I mean, he sits there and eggs him on. And I'm oh, like, yeah. yeah the, you wouldn't, I, I would think you wouldn't do that if you were innocent of what they were suspecting you of. But he's a creep. He, 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 he clearly gets his fun out of that kind of shit. So uh, it it's really doubt, hard yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It definitely puts the doubt in all of it with the simple fact that, you know, he knows all this, but did yeah. he act- you, they never tie it to him. They can never have substantial evidence saying, yeah, he did it. There, there's the proof. It's right there. Look, it, it's right there in my hand. You right. know, you never see that. So that's the cool part about the whole movie is the fact that you are left with the doubt of, okay, did they do the right thing? Or did they just right. make the same mistake they did again? Yeah. So did, uh, me, you know, Denzel Washington's character has that trauma. The fact that he, like, I understand why his character, why as his character did what he did. he, accidentally shot a uh, uh, a victim because they were in the middle of the dark, lots of noises. They didn't know Long if the, if the murderer place, was still around. Jumpy. The the two women that they just yep. found had recently, just recently been murdered. And it was very, re- like very recent as in they had just gotten there before the killer or before the killer had left. And right. they couldn't find the third victim and the third victim shows up and he accidentally shoots her. And you have this whole thing of like, Oh shit. Like that's, that's traumatizing. That's why he ended up, he ended up, you know, collapsing his career and tanking. And it's partly why the other, you know, why the other cops resent him so much who were involved in the case because of what happened. Never mind the fact that it, it, that could have happened. That literally could have happened to anybody that kind of, in that kind of situation. And you kind of go, Holy shit. Like, like I, I know that it's wrong that it happened and that that shouldn't have happened to her, but, and you know why they covered it up. It, that creates another moral question of like, is it right that they covered it up and made it into, she was just another victim uh, when the killer knows for a fact that he didn't kill her. Uh, so, you know, was that one of the reasons why Jared Little wanted to get to know him? Was that one of the reasons why, you know, did he want to know who killed her? Um, and you have that whole, that whole scene where he's just egging on the other detective and he's just, you know, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. To the point where the guy just cracks and finally just fucking lets him have it with the fucking shovel. And uh, the moment oh, it happened, uh, I was like, Robbie I was Malik. Like, yeah, I was, I was like, the moment it happened, I was like, he's, he's going to fucking hit him. He's going to freaking knock his ass out. And if it doesn't kill him, it'll be a miracle. And well, the whole thing, sh- it, 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 it's so much like uh, seven, the movie seven. Absolutely. It's set up to, you know, it's a setup. You know, to what's where in the box? I want you. Yeah. What's in the box? I want you to catch me. See, yeah. I am just as guilty as you are. And that's really what it was to me. You can turn a righteous man into a killer. Right, exactly. And he was just as guilty as the killer himself. Um, To me, that's that was smart with the way the movie did it, because there's always that doubt now. Like they never say whether he's or not. Just for the just for the 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 viewers, though, really, there's always that doubt for us. Uh, I think Denzel Washington's character, the reason why he did what he did was he absolutely believed that this guy did this, that he was, was the one. Uh, I don't think there was any doubt in his mind, but he needed uh, Malik's character. You know, the characters wise, he needed Malik's character to believe and, and know that he did the right thing. So he, he sent him that piece of evidence, you know, quote unquote, 
that he found that linked him to the disappearance of the other woman that they never found. Um, right. Yeah. To put Malik's mind at ease and make him it, not it go ease, through the same shit. Yeah. And he, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He didn't want him to, to feel the same thing that he felt of what happened to him. Yeah, he didn't absolutely. want him to think that he was, was a murderer. That was a benevolent thing to do. And yeah. Whether it's right or not. <laughs> but I, I admired uh, Denzel Washington's character for that. though. Absolutely. Uh, it was one of those. So listeners, that's why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast is because it was so it's one of those movies where it's, you know, granted, it's not like one of the best movies I've seen for for even a detective movie, but it presented such an it interesting really question. Good. It presented such an interesting question at the end that I was like, that deserves to be talked about. And uh, it, it, it's yeah, and it's just a flat out great movie. I love that movie. Um I was really. Yeah, I, I don't know if I loved it. If I loved it, it, but it was very good. It was a good movie. I wouldn't sit there and say it's one of Denzel Washington's best because it's Denzel I wasn't Washington. Really, and but to me, I wasn't like, really. He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's been in a lot of but, shit. So, but to me, I wasn't really watching it for Denzel Washington. I was watching it more for Jared Leto because his character was awesome. That's his fair. I'm not a huge Leto character, uh, like Leto fan. I know he's a good actor and all that stuff, but see, he doesn't I, get me, he yeah. doesn't get me to watch a movie. The moment you say Denzel Washington's in it, I'll watch it. <laughs> what I, I, Miles okay knows this. I, yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I'm the same way with Denzel, but I, I'm a big fan of Jared Leto, and I always liked his movies. On you know, there's some that are hit or misses. You yeah, know, obviously, and it was but, a great. It was a really good cast. It was a very well casted casted film. I mean, oh the, yeah, those, the, those the acting the acting lineup is, for it was fantastic. Yeah, that movie was star-studded. I yeah. mean, that that came firing for sure. So, uh, yeah, but the that ending alone made me go, "Shit, I need to like this needs to be talked about." <laughs> like, this is the kind it's of thing like, where you just like, go ahead. It, it kind of put me in the same mindset of uh, with uh, Rorschach's journal, right? It like, yeah, you know, yeah, you had the Watchmen, you know, ultimately looking out for humanity, but. You know, everybody was, was being them. lied to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, watching you know, the Watchmen. What, what they're doing, what they do in the end is may might be for the betterment of humanity might be for the betterment of all mankind. Uh, but the means of going around doing it. Yeah. Doesn't make it necessarily right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed the movie. It was definitely better than I thought it was. I, my favorite yeah. scene is the whole highway scene when he's trying to follow him on the highway. Yeah. That was where they, yeah. they, the I tension. loved. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I, that entire time when, uh, Robbie Malik was digging the holes, I'm like, this dude's going to tire himself out and he's going to get himself killed. Yeah. I thought, uh, yeah. I thought Leto was going to kill him. Yeah. Especially when he did the, uh, the finger guns. Yeah, Adam. Went, yeah, but to me that would have been that would have been too easy. I felt like that would have been too easy of a like. Okay, yeah, he is the killer, and there's nothing. I, I definitely like the way they ended the movie, the way they did. Um, especially with oh, like yeah. the whole feeling of like it's seven. You you, you know, he it's was, just what I kept expecting he, to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, and that was the best part about the movie. You expect one thing, but it does something else. You know. The, uh, um, well, the the other thing that would have you know there there's many there's many ways that would that could have gone about it. Uh, you you said that you know killing him would have been too easy. What if instead of killing him, uh, Denzel Washington shows up and all the holes are filled in, 
again. It looks completely normal. You can tell that there's that the holes have been you know dug initially, but it, Denzel Washington was the one ends up being the one that kills that goes after Leto kills him, and then the other detective shows up. He was want you know he he ran off or you know left him out there left him out there and he was wandering around and that's why he was missing. Yeah, yeah I could see that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There there's lots of there's lots of ways they could have gone about it um that still would have been still would have brought up a lot of uh questions. Uh I mean yeah, had they had they just shown him kill the other detective outright then absolutely. Yeah, that would have been you you're right it would have been the easy way to go uh, it, to go it's, about it. Yeah, easily. It's also not one of those things there. I can go like, uh, I would have done the same thing because I would have never gotten in that fucking car. Right. <laughs> would have never, would have never put myself in that kind of situation with that guy ever. No, no. As soon yeah, as he got in, I'm was... like, Oh, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> right yeah. yeah it no, just, it uh, was, it was a very well done movie. Uh, I, I, my favorite character obviously was Jared Leto's. I thought the he, the creep factor that, that, that dude did. And, just the way he, you know, he's such a method actor. I mean, he looked like Christian Bale from, what is it, the 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 Machinist or whatever. I mean, he yeah, he was, was scary, scary thin. He was scary anorexic. Like yeah. he almost looked like him, like the way he looked in uh, Requiem for a Dream. You know, in bit. some parts, like he, you're like, damn, dude. Like someone get this dude a sandwich. Yeah. Like all I could think but, of was, did you do this for the role or were you doing something else at the yeah, same time? No, he, he straight up did that for the role. I looked it up. He straight up did that for just yeah, that he's a method actor. Yeah, he he went hard. It wasn't even necessary. I, I bet you like the, the director's like, you, you know, the character's not written like this He is now. <laughs> yeah, he he's straight up like I think they said he straight up lost like 50, 60 pounds or something like that. Like he was That's anorexic. Hilarious. Yeah. Not healthy. Not healthy. Uh, He'll gain weight when he does his Marvel movie. Yeah. So, uh, well, the listeners, thing I, I want, I'm, go, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no we'll you go, you go ahead. Afterwards. No, I'm kind of curious if that's how, he, he, that's why he looks the way he does in the beginning of the trailer for uh, Morbius. Uh, possibly. I mean, in Morbius, he's actually suffering from a disease. Right, but I mean that's why uh, they might, it might have been also the reason why he did it like that. They just coincided. Too. That they that just went because yeah. they were both going Absolutely. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock out two birds one stone. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Because that dude's right. ripped. When that guy's in shape, that guy is ripped. That guy's a monster. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's got good muscle tone. Looks like a you know healthy individual. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he could. <laughs> fight in a UFC cage. Uh, <laughs> I mean, then when you have access to the Marvel trainers, it's not very hard. Right. Yeah. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook, like us on Facebook or get rid of your social media. It's probably healthier for you. Again, we, we put this on every podcast. Just to let you know, please tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. This is Miles. Shatterson. <laughs> 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 Just say I'm not used to you being around. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that I think that's one of the first times Miles has ever fucked up. Yeah, on the order. I think wow. so. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's ever happened. To be honest. 
<laughs> this is why great. I go last because I can't really fuck that up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, this is Margo. This is Josiah. Miles. Anderson. This is Loach. Keep on geeking on. And we're out. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. <laughs> Same time. As soon fuck. as it fell out my mouth, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, and Josiah, I love you, but I totally thought you were gone. <laughs> I didn't have anything to but add to the last two sections. Yeah. I didn't watch but one But the funny thing is, yet. that's why...
But that's why when Miles like said it, I was like, oh yeah, Miles. And then you hear Josiah. I'm like, oh wait, what? <laughs> like I was confused for a second. <laughs> no, and then uh, what was it? The last like three casts have been remote casts, yep. and uh, yeah. you know Ashley doesn't understand that when I'm recording, it's not time to make breakfast. So <laughs> not time to juggle kitchenware. So yeah. how to smash pots and pans together. So how are the kids? What kids? Okay, just making sure. You never, you never tell us about anything, so we're making sure. <laughs> I knew exactly. I knew exactly where you were going with that. I knew exactly where. The moment he was like, "Yep, yeah, how are the kids?" Like, yeah, he's got like three. Uh, like we, yeah. we have running theories that you'll be a grandparent without ever without ever notifying anyone. I mean, it's, it's possible. <laughs>